What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the All-Star Comics Podcast, powered by Horizon Comics. I am your host, Jonathan Cote, and joining us on the panel tonight are... Ian Robbins. Roger May. Johnny Morales. This is already starting off very low-key, guys. We're going to need to bring the energy way up. <laughs> way up. Come on. It's it's the show hey! before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. Producing, as always, is Matthew Lubick. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, if this is your first time listening to us, we are a somewhat spoilery podcast. We're going to talk about a DC book, a Marvel book, and an independent book, as we always do. We may spoil the endings. We may not. Who knows? It's just the mood we're in. But we will. But we will. <laughs> <laughs> Inevitably, I end up saying something that that. Makes Makes everybody go. Ah! Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll talk about some uh, some trivia. We'll, we'll play some trivia games and give out some books. We'll we'll talk about some previews of what's coming out, and maybe a little bit of news and answer some questions. So, Johnny, yes, tell us about our Marvel book this week. Yes, uh, this week we read uh, Marvel Two and One, uh, the return of Marvel Two and One since like the sixties. Yeah, uh, the Thing and the Human Torch, uh, number one by Chip Zdarsky and Jim Chung. Uh, is a story about uh, these uh, the the this half of the Fantastic Four living without the other half, <laughs> and you know um, what Johnny and Ben are going through now that uh, Reed and Sue are you know gone in the and multiverse the ki- and the kids. Yes, and the kids, and uh, kind of like what is happening uh, in their lives right now. Uh, yeah, and that's this book. Um, I thought it was it was it was fun. It was it was fine. It was a good book. But, you know, eh, right. yeah. It still takes getting used to the whole Iron Doom thing for anybody that's not up to speed on Infamous. random that stuff going on. book is so good. I've heard that. Yeah. Um, is it still Maleev? Yeah. I think so. On art? He's I think so. Good. Yeah, he's, he's pretty, pretty he's really yeah. freaking good. <laughs> but um, that's what was weird to me about this is I was like, oh, yeah, Doom is still technically Iron Man. It's so good. Yeah. He's well, I'm Iron Man. I'm Infamous. curious, yeah. Johnny. Are they because I'm I'm not reading it. Are they foreshadowing a return return to form of Doom, or is he still? He's kind of like on like um, you know, walking the line between yeah. good and bad. Kind of like uh, like an if, antihero. Yeah, kind of. If if you remember, like the superior Iron Man run from uh, Tom Taylor. I don't want to go that far. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> he's kind of not. He he's doing good, but by maybe not the best ways of doing good. Um, he's doing it doom way. Yeah. Well, because I I mean I got the sense from from you know the ending of this book that he had he was definitely plotting something that he yeah. was he was up to no yeah. good. Yeah. Which I really liked. I I wanted I, you know I want that to be the case. Yeah. He's he's uh he's really good um as Iron Doom or whatever you want to call him. Uh there was an issue where uh of I guess Avengers where he interacts with the new wasp. That's just delightful. Uh like honestly everything with Iron Doom right now is really good. <laughs> but what about this book? Uh this book is is good. Like I um, I'm actually intrigued of what's going on. So let me ask you, what do you think of Jim Chung? Is he an artist that you like or don't like? Um, I feel like this is an artist that you would criticize. I look, there's nothing wrong with Jim Chung. <laughs> Here it is. I I, I actually <laughs> like Jim Chung. It's um, just like the first page. It kind of reminded me of Romita <laughs> Jr. A it does. Bit. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> the, first, the first thought I had was like, hmm, wonder where this is going to go. Because <laughs> I thought the same thing. But, you know, kind of like the, the flashback stuff, it, it's beautiful. Um, so, yeah. It, so it's. Good. I keep going back and forth. It's like, oh, this is really good. And I'm like, oh, this looks 
very but Romita Junior esque. But the inks and colors on that are really, really good. Dude, yeah. I love the art on I this love, book. I really it's like so it. It's so nostalgic yeah. to to the older Fantastic Four. Yeah, Chung Chung is the perfect artist uh, for these guys. What mm-hmm. I, what I love about the art in here is that there is so much detail, like everywhere. It's not like blank uh, spaces in the backgrounds or anything like that. Uh, you know, kind of like in the first pages. Uh, you see all of this stuff going on. It, it's filled. I may not like, you know, kind of like the art style for uh, this uh, Human Torch right here in this specific page. Oh, I like but that. other than I that, it's 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 good. It's really good art. You know, the thing that worried me most coming into this book, because I, you know, I'm a Fantastic Four guy. I mean, yeah. they, they were my favorite team as a kid. Um, I love I've loved everything about them. I don't – I mean, there's been a couple decent runs – in the, in the past 10 years but i uh nothing that really blew me away um i i think it's been very hard for a lot of writers to capture the sense uh that they're adventurers and explorers you know um and i was super worried about chip zadarsky being put on this book especially after you know all this talk about lemire wanting to have written this mm-hmm. book i um, still think missed opportunity but i do too i digress i, I do too <laughs> but you know what zadarsky did a darn good job writing this story i i i get the sense that he's a fantastic four fan you know yeah um it's there's there's a lot of nostalgia in here mm-hmm. he definitely captures the the voices of of ben and johnny yeah and there yep. was nary a fart joke to be made no. <laughs> no, the thing is, like he 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 does, um, you know, he he does a lot of the dumb jokes with like Howard the Duck or Sex Criminals or anything like that. But when you're reading his, uh, what was it, Spectacular Spider-Man, especially yeah. that issue with J. Jonah Jameson, like that interview, it's like, wow, this guy can write. <coughs> He's not just this one-note writer that only writes humor. This guy well, can he needs really to do write more, because like, he, I, I feel like he might have taken this on. To not get pigeonholed is that because let's be yeah. real, Zadarsky's strength is fart jokes, or at least that's what he's he known chose for. a dumb name like Chip Zadarsky. Yeah, that's he has like, like that's a pen name. Yeah, that's he has like the most. Like I told you this. He has the most like white guy name ever, yeah. and it's just like Craig. Y- no, it's something <laughs> like that. Uh, I'll Google Ralph. it in a bit. <laughs> but I I actually surprisingly liked this book too. It wasn't anything that like blew me away. But it had me checking the cover to make sure I had the name right because I didn't feel like what I was expecting from Chip Zdarsky, and maybe maybe that was a good thing, like that I was the bar was kind of low. Mm. Kind of beat the bar for, <laughs> for him, you know. He has another pseudo named Todd Diamond. That was the one you brought up the last right, time. But yeah. his name is Steve Murray. That's pretty white. <laughs> <laughs> Generic. The only way it could be any worse is if it was like Steve Smith, <laughs> Bob right. Jones. Yeah. I, no, I, I thought the art was great in this. I loved like this first page, seeing this style of the Human Torch. I liked that picture. And then over here, the nostalgic retro look. I just thought it was so cool. And for me, it was just good to read Fantastic Four again. I haven't read Fantastic Four in a long time. Like and this, years. Yeah, yeah. I, I, more yeah, than that for me, I have some of the older runs and stuff. Yeah. And so I, I really enjoyed Fantastic Four back in the day. It's always been one of my favorite teams. And... It's been, you know, not good recently, and then the movies are horrible. So this, with the announcement of the purchase and everything, it just felt like it was right to read it again. So I, yeah. I enjoyed it. I really liked it. 
I think like the only problem I have with the art is like uh, the amount of lines the dude uh, uses, uh, you know, especially for this suit and stuff like that. It's like like I said, it's Romita uh, Junior esque, and but the art is I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, compare him to John Romita Junior. I wouldn't stoop that low. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. wow. Look, he has a style that I don't like, okay? He's not a bad artist. Now, is that the suit Johnny's wearing in the book, or is it his inhuman suit? No, it's his it's inhuman, like, yellow phoenix You're type. concerned with his race outfit, but I think that's supposed to look like that because it's supposed to be, like, this racing suit that's, you know, wrinkled up and, and meant for... Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Or maybe it's the coloring. I, I don't know. Something. I really want him to be back in his normal suit. I don't like his inhuman suit. No, it's, no. Not, a good, it's not a good suit. Yeah, the blue... Just bring back the blue. Because last time the Fantastic Four had a book, they were red. They won't do that. They they won't do that until the four of them are back yeah. together. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, I I, I, I had that thought too. Because I don't even think Ben. But things back. Well, anything. this is just this is not the actual part of the comic. This is just the the little end note thing that they had. But he's in this blue there. Was Ben wearing his Guardians gear or what's he wearing? No, he didn't ben mention was in his a Guardians. Tux. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Which and his little spectacles that he put on, like. To read his speech. <laughs> That's a good-looking Ben with like the whole unibrow sticking out and stuff like the, that. Oh yeah, Jim Chung did a yeah. did a great job illustrating yeah. Ben. Yeah, he looked um, great. Huh. Yeah, it's, was there. It's yeah. really hard to to find anything wrong with this book. I mean, like I said, it wasn't like amazing. It didn't blow me away, but it was pretty good setting up where they're going. The only the only the only little flaw that I found in it that I. I I was like, well, you didn't really establish that was when because uh, Ben was talking to Doom and he had basically been left an inheritance by Reed. And it was a little ball that uh, Doom couldn't crack open. OK. And so he gave him he gave Ben this device. And then it's, you know, it's a it's a hologram of Reed. Kind of a last talking testament to Ben. Yeah. Um but then Ben goes to Johnny at the end and he says, I think they may be alive. And I'm like, well, no, you, that was never established anywhere. Yeah. Um, because it was, it was a last will and Testament. It was, well, Reed the opposite. Sta- he said, he's, he's, there's no trace of me or my kids right, right, right. Or anywhere in the multiverse. Right. You're hearing this. Message. And well, he, so think- he was wanting to encourage Ben to look out for Johnny and also to don't stop exploring. I loved all that. Yeah. I loved all that stuff. But when Ben goes to Johnny at and the end, lies. he goes, I think that, yeah, but he, he, the lie is a different part. But he says, I think they may be alive. Now, maybe, look, well, actually, maybe that was part of the lie. That's what that's I took. That's what I maybe yeah, that's that was lie. to give, okay. Yeah. I thought that was it. Well, there was, no, because he said something else to him. Did he? That, no, that, was, that was a blatant lie. No, I think Did that I was it. This? Oh, yeah, I think that was it. Because he says, uh, Reed left me a message because that rat doom stole it. It's he, they may still be alive. And then, boom, you see doom the next page. Oh, but also, do we, really? do we know from the end of Secret Wars, from that eight months period when Marvel picked back up, where the Richards family was? Or did they immediately leave? Do we know that? They're just making multiverses. Well, that's what I'm saying. They went to do that. But yeah. from the end of Secret Wars to when Marvel picked up, and that there's eight-month gap. Were they around in that eight-month gap, or are they just disappeared? No, they're just the out making universes. Well, that's what I mean. When did they decide to leave? I don't think they ever came back, though. Like, yeah, they never came back. Yeah, from Secret Wars. Yeah, from Secret. They never came back because in Secret Wars they were out already, like making, creating more 
universes so yeah, and all that. So they God, never, yeah, they God never God. came back to. I want to call it the six one six, but is it it's technically just Marvel, it's just yeah. Marvel's, yeah. you know, the it's normal like universe, Prime Earth or something yeah. now. Earth one. Oh, that's right. No longer six one six. It's just Earth. So yeah, no, um, that definitely was a lie. I was reading something else into it. So yeah, him <laughs> lying, uh, him lying to Johnny that you know that he that they he wanted still to give alive because he was kind of was remembering hope and yeah that Sue had told him hey no matter what. So I think he thought even if I have to lie, I'm going to do something to help give him some yeah, hope. Which is really interesting because that actually sets up some internal conflict for Ben too, with you know and you know filling Johnny with a sense of hope and then him having to deal with that like. Johnny's gonna be like, we gotta go find him, and Ben might think that that's not gonna happen. You know, I don't know. It's interesting. I actually, that's cool. Yeah, this is probably really like cool. the worst thing that Ben could have said because, like, it's gonna give Johnny false hope. It's gonna, uh, like, make sure that the only thing that matters to Johnny is finding um, his family, right? His family, and that's not gonna happen, and he's gonna be even more disappointed. Mm. And that's going to happen. Or will it? Exactly. Or maybe that lie will end up playing out for the the better part, you know? Yeah, I think, like, they're going to have, like, some sort of fallout, uh, Ben and Johnny, and then, you know, they come back, and Johnny might be reluctant to... Well, it looks like they already have. Did do we know why Johnny doesn't want to talk to? I mean, beyond like the I don't need you to remind me of my family. Like, is that the sole reason they haven't I, been they hanging out? Post Secret Wars, they had a falling out. They yeah, okay, that's yeah. what I thought because I was like, there's more baggage here than just I that. Think also, because they sold the Baxter building to Peter, so I think both of them didn't like. That, that oh, yeah. that makes a lot more sense why yeah. Spider-Man had the keys to everything. Yeah. Okay, because I was like, what's going on here? My old boss went bankrupt. Yeah. yeah, well, I knew that, you know, Peter, I was just like, how did he get the all the stuff? Parker's industry main building in New York is the Baxter building. Oh, okay, yeah. that clears up yeah. a lot of my questions. Yeah. Then. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah, so that's, I think maybe that's why they have some resentment yeah. towards each other. Okay, yeah. got it. Mm. So I was like, well, why is Ben pissed at Pete, like, or yeah. at Spider-Man? Yeah. All right, uh, you want to rate it? Roger? Yeah, you know, I was going to give it a four and a half because of that nitpick, but it's a five for me. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. With that, I, I, I loved everything about this book. Uh, this book was a lot of fun. Uh, it's actually got me interested in reading more about the Fantastic Four. Um, so four and a half. I'm going to say four and a half as well. I Like I said, it felt good reading Fantastic Four again, and it worked. It felt like it was a good issue, well-written, good art. Yeah, four and a half. I, I'm with you guys four and a half. I, I, I'm not sure what would have kicked it up to a five for me. If it wasn't Marvel? It, well, I don't... <laughs> possibly. Maybe a little I don't, more. I don't well, have I the think nostalgia. The, yeah. I mean, I watched the Fantastic Four cartoon as a kid. That there was a cartoon? Yeah, that was pretty good. There were two iterations yeah. of a cartoon. It was the Bro. same time as that <laughs> Iron Man one that had come out oh and uh, the Hulk. There was a whole slew of them As a matter of fact, fun fact, the second... Fantastic. Tell Four me about movie. the old days. No, Ri- Rise of the Rise of the Silver Surfer uh-huh. was based on a single thirty-minute episode where Doom steals the surfer. So that's actually in the comics. My brother yeah. and I just—he called me. He goes, "Hey, I was reading some old issues. Guess what? Doom actually did steal the cosmic powers." And the next page, I flip over. He's riding the surfboard because I used to scream about that. That's bull! And I was so mad. <laughs> Norrin's my boy. He goes, it "Actually happened." I was like, "Yeah, but that's like '60s comics." He goes, "Yeah, but it happened." Yeah. yeah. I was like, well, oh. I, I remember. I think it was on Boomerang, the, How do you, the old school cartoon channel. I was probably, up like at yeah. two in the morning, and I came. I was like watching. I was like, "These guys got this whole idea for this movie off of this one episode." What? Yeah. So yeah. anyway, Ian, how do you yeah. feel about it in the '90s when Carnage stole the surfboard? 
Oh yeah, don't know. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> all right. Anyway, I, I love that that series, but no, no. Anyway, um, yeah, it's solid issue. I mean, really, it's it's four and a half. I mean, borderline five. I think maybe if something something else bigger would have happened. It yeah, would have if there was more, more of an explosion, yeah. if there was yeah. Superman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they teamed up. <laughs> all right. Uh, who's pitching Invincible? Is Me, it you, Roger. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, the second to last issue dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so of Invincible. I, I know, written so by sad. Robert Kirkman, art by the Ryan amazing Ryan Otley. Otley. Was it a double-sized issue? Not yet. The last uh, one is. No, yeah, and the, well, the last one's going to need to be. <laughs> it is. They confirmed because that it's, yeah, I was it's Ryan Otley that. and Corey Walker split. Oh, okay. Nice. This is, um, there, there's still a lot. Oh, yes. Dude, there's still a lot. Um, in this issue, we find uh, Emperor Mark... Uh, basically deciding um, that the Viltrumites should not stay on Earth, that they're going to have to go elsewhere. At the same time, his uh, son, Marky, is getting his powers. He's awfully young to be to be getting his powers, and he freaks out and, like, wrecks part of the city. Mark has to go take him, take him into space, uh admit to him that he's his father and that he's a Viltrumite and and for yeah. those of us that or for those people that don't know how Marky came about it's kind of a dark <laughs> you're gonna go there because <laughs> some people are gonna be like when did he get a son yeah um there's another well, Viltrumite <laughs> the, Vil- the Viltrumite population was becoming extinct basically yep. there weren't a lot of them and what was her name Anissa Anissa okay um, decided to take matters into her own hand. And, Cause, well, because Nolan and, was like, hey, I want all you guys to do like I did and integrate into Earth's population because our DNA is compatible. Right. Go fall in love. It'll change you for the better like I did, blah, blah, blah. And Anissa was like, nah. Yeah. And she did stuff. Yeah. To Mark. Gee. Yep. <laughs> it Wait, got dark. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> let's, let's not bring that up. What was that like issue one eleven? I think no, it was. Uh, I don't think it was one eleven. No, that was when robots started like doing all the stuff. Mm. But it was there. Okay. It was pretty. It was like, um, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but at the end of this issue, uh, Marky's father decides that they're not they're not leaving. So you've still got some conflict there. Yeah, stepfather. Because it was stepfather, right? Right. Um. Yeah, I thought this was a good issue. Um, Thart is always amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there, there's a lot of conflict set up to resolve in the in this final issue, though, because Eve doesn't really want to leave Earth, mm-hmm. um, but Mark's emperor, you know, and he's got to look out for the Viltrumites um, and his new son, and I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Dude. Forty-eight pages. I don't know how Kirkman's going to do it. That's all he's got left. <laughs> yeah. Are there planned spinoffs from this? Uh, he hasn't said anything. Okay. It, you know, with you with have a Superboy moment. Yeah, with up. everything that's in this issue, I feel like man, this could go another six issues or so just to resolve this. Because yeah. um, even at that final page, when they're talking about leaving, to like the final page is like, okay, we're going to go, and everybody's ready to go. Uh, or they're packing up and everybody's ready to go, and then the stepfather of Marky is like, "Yeah, we're we're not gonna, we don't want to cause trouble. We're not going anywhere." It's like, okay, this feels like it could play out a little. But then again, this is what Kirkman does really well: is he makes you th- look one way, and then he 
goes another way. He's really good at, at kind of shuffling things around like that. Yeah. So I'm not sure that the dad has any say in this. I mean, yeah. he's his, he's Marky's stepfather. And this is dad. Molly, that's War. fine. He and Molly can stay on Earth, but I don't, I don't know that the stepdad has any say. You yeah. Know? I'm, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure how uh, how Kirkman's going to handle that. I mean, that's that's just that drama is worthy of almost an entire story arc. Yep. That's why I see a spinoff coming. Mm. You know, they're very well. Like he might have something planned within this universe. It's not the first time that he's spun other things out of this universe. He had Astounding Wolfman that I think uh, tied into this. He had the the Brit. That that was uh, the Adam Eve thing. The Adam Eve thing. Um, he's had all these little mini things come in and out of this universe because this universe is so huge that he created um, Tech Jacket. Right. He had a tech. I think he had two Tech Jacket spinoffs at one point. Um, Guarding the globe. Yeah. He's, and he had, he's had a lot. And then I, was Capes Incorporated part of this also? I'm not sure. Maybe not. Anyway, there's there's a lot that has come in and out of this particular universe. I mean, Savage Dragons made an appearance in here. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Wow. Huh? And Spawn. and Spawn. What? During the Invincible War. Oh, yeah. oh wow. That. A lot of other image. Uh, Witchblade, even, I think. Really? Up. Yeah. There's a lot of other. Wait, the really good Witchblade that I just read? <laughs> no. No, I know, but like that series, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's uh, cool. Well, all of it's been pretty good, but yeah, right. the original Witchblade, Sarah. I still need to go back. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, it... Uh, it's conflicting because I'm like, I don't see it being like this very storybook ending where it's like, and they lived happily ever after. I feel like it's going to be open and it's like these characters are going to continue to live on. It's not going to be like a ka-chunk, like everybody's dead, you know, kind of thing. I, I feel like he's going to set it at a place that feels good. Like this is a good place to leave it and just kind of let the fans think about where these characters are now going on and living. That's what I'm kind of seeing happen. Um, but... I don't know. It's it. It could be anything at this point. So this is the first Invincible book I've read, <laughs> <laughs> and it is the next to last one. So when when Roger popped this into the pack, there I was like, huh. Now had it been the last issue, I don't think I would have read it. But I actually kind of I like reading the next to last issue. Then I'll go back, catch up, and then read the last one. So that way it'll kind of be uh, a little go back in time to see how we got here. Uh, so I, I follow Otley on Instagram. I love him as an artist. Uh, I do he's think, such a nice guy. I think he's a little hit and miss in this issue. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's just me. Maybe it's just the style. I think there's there's like opening page. I was going to make a giant joke and be like, look, it says R. Otley. It's Rotley. And that's what his <laughs> art is. <You> know? <laughs> I'll have a Johnny moment. But no, like if you look at the second page in where he's, you know, everyone's bowing to him as this emperor gosh, that's a good art. And then like the next page is good. And then this like right here, okay, this looks like Archie comic. And then over here, it looks like Futurama. And so I don't know. I'm just like, eh, but it's not bad. It's a good style. I get that, the Futurama vibe. Yeah. That Futurama vibe. But I think but it's just the character designs. I don't know if that's just him. But like here, it just doesn't feel like it's the same artwork here as it was on on this other page here. Well, I've been split. Is that the part of the hmm. split? Well, yeah, maybe he like took like more that. time drawing. Like that, this to me is like, eh, compared to this, which looks great. So I don't know. I, overall, I mean, I, I think it's really, really good art, and I really like him as an artist. So I just think there's a He's couple of pages in here. Too. Is he? Uh, yeah. I so Omnibus, right? Mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're both pretty cool. Pretty good. I Because I've seen different panels from this book and just thought, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so when I was flipping through this one, I was like, oh, why would you rush your last couple books? And But most of it isn't. It's a page or two that just yeah. threw me off. I'm kind of, hmm. I'm kind of bummed about this book. 
and only because um, a few issues ago we like ended like on the biggest action you know uh, scene. I felt like he should have compacted all these like um, dialogue issues into like one issue, like kind of kind of how Fables ended, you know, just have one this w- one conclusion because this alone it kind of felt a little boring to me. I was like, okay, they're just talking about what they're uh, thinking of doing. I didn't feel bored. It definitely it was more drama than right. action, mm-hmm. and you know, Kirkman Kirkman's done that through a lot of this series. There's a there's a couple of long stretches where not a whole lot happens, and it's just dialogue and talking, and they happen to be in spandex, right? And then everything pops off for like eight issues where it's just carnage right. happening. But I mean, I guess it's it's not something that bothered me because of going through yeah. the series the way I have and and knowing those he, that he tends to do some of these long stretches of dialogue type issues yeah. didn't bother me. Yeah, Same I, thing happens just, with Walking Dead too. Yeah, you know it, it, I mean? it does. Yeah. He, he loves taking his time with a lot of stuff and then he just dumps like yeah. everything. And then you have another stretch. So this, just being the first time reading, I thought it was really good. I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm interested. I want to go back. I want to read. I want to see how we got here. It looks like a lot of cool development. Um, but me, just first time reading, I was like, well, it looks like we're about to set up a Superboy type moment. Yep. Son of Invincible or some kind of spinoff. So maybe he stays on Earth and he's now this superhero on Earth while everyone else I, leaves. Man, I, don't know. I would love a mini series of just yeah, like, like yeah. you know, Marky and Tara, like having to like, you're my half brother. Like kind of, <laughs> I think that'd be hilarious. Yeah. Um, also like with uh, many of K- Kirkman's comics, uh, I felt like it ended abruptly. Uh, this one definitely did, I yeah. think, but he did that on purpose to kind of like, right? What? what? But like he also did that with um, when the the orange dude was talking to that yeah. uh, girl, uh, Alan. Like two, right, two <laughs> two issues ago. Um, I'm like, okay, that ended abruptly. Like he does this a, a lot with his comics, Kirkman, and that that's fine. But I felt like it would have been better if he just had this one final issue where all of this stuff played out. You know. Uh, to me, because maybe that would be a little bit more interesting. Because, um, like, to me, this this was this was really well done. It set up a lot of things for the future, but I was like, okay, I'm kind of. But how much future is there? Yeah, I'm kind of bored reading this a little bit. I will take as much invincible as Kirkman's willing to give me, yeah. with as much Otley art on every page that he's willing to give me. <laughs> like, so I'm not complaining about. Like whatever, I I am curious to see how he's going to end everything in forty eight pages. Yeah, mm. I really am. I I I don't know maybe, what to expect. Maybe to me this would have been better read like as a trade, just like this whole continuous thing where I can understand that because yeah. a lot of people yeah. want to just get from yeah, point A to definitely point B. because like I felt like I felt like this issue was not unnecessary, but I'm like okay. Filler? Yeah, kind of like let's get to it. Come on, <laughs> you know. Part of me, part of me, really, f- uh, it the OCD part of me, like because this is issue one forty three, it's ending at one forty four. Bothers like, me too. Five. Like, come on, one forty five or one fifty, Robert. Come on, come on. Is it one forty four divisible by twelve? Yeah, yeah. It's a gross. Well, yeah. There, I, I guess mean, I guess there is that. So there's <laughs> whatever, I mean, man. Twelve hardcovers. Twelve hardcovers. I guess I'm not complaining in that regard because now I'm going to have an even amount covers. of numbers. Yeah, like, yeah. Imagine <laughs> if you had thir- like yeah, 11. one book's not yeah. going to be a little thicker than the others. Yeah. Well, maybe a little bit because yeah. it's double sized issue. Double sized. I mean, technically, yeah. <laughs> they pull technically, it's one forty-five. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to do a one forty-four point four. Don't bite your tongue there, Ian. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, anything else you guys want to talk about this book? I think we're good. What would you rate it? 
I'll go I'll go four and a half. Like I said, just a little bit issues with the inconsistency on the art, and it's not it's only a page or two. The rest is really good. Uh, so yeah, four and a half. Um, that's where I'm at. Four and a half. I mean, I liked it. I like you know resolving some of the stuff from the previous issues, setting up some stuff for the for the next one. It's well written. The art's really good. I'm at three. Let's get to it. Come on, I'm excited. And don't like, it, it's kind of like killing my momentum in this issue. But you know, I'm excited for the next one. I am at four and a half as well. Ollie's my boy. Wait, what, what did I, I grade it? I forgot. Three, three and a half. Okay, three. 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 Okay. Three. <laughs> I really. Uh, it bugs me that they're just now putting out invincible action figures, and it's like, come on, guys. Yeah. It's over. <laughs> Good timing. Your trade's right. done, man. <laughs> like, like, and they've all they've put out is Mark in like four different variations. Like the and blue I want suit, the yellow suit, <laughs> the blue suit, the yellow suit, and then bloody versions of both of them. Yeah. Uh, and be. they're super bloody, which is amazing. The Might smashed be. face. Yes. Might be really collector's items beast. before they possibly do this movie, and then yeah. they'll have the original toys before yeah. they do the movie line or something. Something like that. And I got Otley to sign all of mine. So. Oh, how cool. <laughs> nice. But yeah, I want other. I want Conquest action figures. Mm. So Robert Kirkman needs to step on it So with that stuff. Anyway. Oh, God, Johnny, why do you keep doing this? <laughs> he keeps showing me f- pictures of Fraction and Sadarsky, like and their little bromance. They're, they're literally <laughs> like... They they are they're me and Blake's level yeah. basically of just bromance. <laughs> so which I apologize to everybody for last week. Me and Blake just tend to just goof off way know. too much. I don't know what you're talking about. Is he, <laughs> is he a furry, Johnny? I don't know. Is Garfield like <laughs> really a? I don't know. Okay, before this denigrates, I'll ask yeah. Ian. <laughs> All right, we are reviewing Dark Knight's Metal number four. Yes! It's good to have a little bit of a break. We are back, and we are following everyone a little bit deeper into this dark multiverse. Um, Basically, what's happening in this one is you've got Batman is captured. Well, we're not quite sure where he is. They're finding him. Uh, Superman goes in. He's he's able to, to find him, and you see a very old Bruce Wayne. Uh, as if he's been there for 30, 40 years, I think, right? Wow. At least that's how long it, um, it, it's a It's a crazy book. It's kind of hard to de- describe it. It started off a little bit at a slower pace. You start off with um, all this dream world stuff going on where they're really playing these mind tricks and you see these different supermen. They're helping, helping Bruce. And, uh, because it isn't dream on the cover, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And it's very cool. So very cool uh, Easter egg throw out references to metal songs and metal bands. Yep. Um, I thought it was really cool. There's a there's a glove in here, which I was like, oh, it's the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> right. And they called it the, the five, five finger, finger death, death punch. punch. And I was just like, dude, this uh, is cool. Laced with all the kryptonite. All the different, all the way to Periwinkle. Yeah. <laughs> so this book, man, I, I liked it. I liked it overall. It started off really slow for me, and I don't know a lot of the DC characters. So that's one of the issues going through metal. They're, they're, they're having a lot of these older guys. So I'm like, I don't know who that is. Yeah. And this, I don't know who Dream is. No, exactly, right? <laughs> but I'm intrigued. I'm like, okay, who is this Adam Warlock character? Oh, okay, he's, <laughs> he's Dream. He's uh, a big one. Come on. <laughs> I don't know him. Yeah. No, man, for me, he's new. Which one? Uh, no. Yeah, and um, so it just gets better and better as it goes. And then you just get all these different people popping in. <laughs> Johnny, I thought it got better as it went. So at first, I was like, "Oh no!" And and I've been up and I've been off and on with 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 metal so far. There's some of it I just really like, and other parts I'm like, "This is just kind of convoluted and getting a little too crazy just to mix in something to make it work." But it's starting to work for me. I'm I'm really I, liking it. This okay. One. So like I 
I love this series so far because it is exactly what they've said it is. It's yeah. just metal. Yeah. And like when things don't quite make sense, metal. And so I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, whatever. Well, they even have throw out here. Wait, what episode or what issue did that happen? Moving on. And you know, the yeah. metal and punk rock scene. When you say something is metal as a verb, it means just like brutal, intense. Yeah. yeah. Like, just crazy. It's metal. Just it oh, metal, so metal. Yeah. I liked I liked the little catch up page at the the beginning to kind of catch you up to where they were. Yep. Um, yeah, no, it was it was craziness. I I loved it. The art, and I haven't I haven't read a lot of the side issues yet, um, but I, I'm up on metal, and I thought it was good. I thought it was a good issue. Is it some perfectly written masterpiece? Oh, everything makes sense. It's so good. No, not to me, but I did like it. I, I this well, scene right I, here. I would, I would say it was, but <laughs> <laughs> this these two pages here. I love Capullo dude. like drawing every yeah. freaking corner of the DC universe. Yeah, sorry, so I didn't even mention. Yeah, Scott Snyder, Capullo, awesome team. Starro, his uh, Starro. Yeah, Starro was cool great. looking. Yeah, I saw Hal in there too. Hal, his uh, Green Lantern is great, and this. I love his 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 dream. Yeah. Dream is fantastic. This uh, this Carter Hall at the end. The, yeah, dude, Carter Hall is the dragon. That was amazing, but all I could think was fear itself. <laughs> <laughs> like the juggernaut from fear itself you yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it has the the glowing lines and it has like, an asgardian like hammer in fact thing. isn't that hammer actually from marvel that's the uh, Ro uh ronin the accusers hammer is it let me see it's pretty it close it's a little different it has a oh it's, it's a little <laughs> yeah. but anyway great book i loved it uh not perfect but good stuff What'd you think, Johnny. Roger? Yeah, <laughs> Roger. We'll we'll save him for last. Yeah, so I know yeah we know we know where <laughs> where Jonathan's we'll Jonathan yeah, for last. I'm, I'm easy to please with. This. I'm in, I'm in the middle uh, with this book. I told Jonathan today. I think that that uh, <laughs> Scott Snyder and uh, Mark Millar went to the same school of of storytelling. You know, shark jump. Yep. You know, but I mean. To be fair, that's kind of what they're going for. I mean, yeah, they're no, trying to I jump know. it hard. I, yeah, no, it, I mean, it, and it look, it, I mean, it's definitely metal. Uh, <laughs> I'll agree with that. I don't. Um, I, I think some stuff is just glossed over in the storytelling. Um, like you have, and I get what Snyder's going for. He's going for almost this biblical, you know, take on the creation of of the DC universe. And, you know, sparking, you know, you have the, the matter and antimatter universes. And he said <clears throat> in that one double page spread that that the there were brothers set to to monitor those right. universes. And I, it's the anti monitor and yeah. to the monitor. What yep. I don't monitors. It, that's the race okay. of people that he uh. just kind of simplified it down to one. Oh, okay. There's more than one monitor. Um but then there's the third, the forger, you know, this forger of worlds that would have to be that would have to be a pretty epic being, you know, forging, you know, uh, possible worlds. But then he's just like, yeah, but then, Barbata, you know, the dragon killed him and the dragon, <laughs> the dragon was like his pet. You know, I mean, it was like, yeah, uh, OK, yeah. your your job is to destroy these worlds all he the the unviable yeah. existences and return the energies to the forge so um but he was just like and barbados killed him yeah. so i was like wow that just that just jumped some some plot points in the story you know um i don't know i thought yeah i thought it was i thought it was good the art is amazing yeah. i love capullo's art all the way through this 
um, the the stuff with with uh, you know at the very beginning with Bruce calling out to Dream uh, Daniel. Uh, I'm, I was thinking, why did it wait? Why did you wait thirty years, dude? Yeah, you're, you're an old man now. Why did you wait thirty years? Um, I don't know how it how Bruce came to find Superman. You know, the only thing that we've seen of Bruce in this was Batman Lost. Yeah. And he is, I mean, he's deep in, in this, you know, labyrinth of... Remember, of, Bruce saw Superman come down into that battery. Yeah, that was, the yeah, that's right, that was yeah. the third one. Yeah, and he said, no, they were, it was a trap for you because you're going to be yeah. the battery. But, yeah, but then in Batman Lost, he is, I mean, Batman is just just lost in, in this labyrinth of... of uh, basically hell like yeah i mean torturous it's weird you know alternate reality stuff you know i don't so how he he went to find superman i don't know i mean i, th- I think i think snyder kind of glossed over some moments he's going for you know something like dark side war that's just epic and, and bombastic stuff just you know crazy stuff happens uh one after the other after the other there's uh, there's there there's some funny moments in here I, my favorite page is the first page you know the fairy tale type story mm-hmm. and the whole reference yeah, to the plastic cool. egg yeah. you know <laughs> plastic dot, dot, dot. I, I mean, well, egg. the galactic guardian green lantern the cosmic scientist mr terrific and plastic egg, egg? <laughs> yeah. seek nth metal <laughs> yeah i thought i mean i was i was that really set a great tone for me right off the beginning um and and then it it kind of meandered through some stuff um i mean it went you know it touched on each of the different um uh search parties if you will um and then you have star star of the conqueror come out yes it is and and that that was kind of funny how i i've never read much starro but the way they wrote Starro was, <laughs> I, I was, out of I know I did too, I, but it took us that, you know, I it was, was like, it was like, what is I happening like, right now? He's like, a, I don't know, a surfer dude or something. Yeah. Or, I don't know. I'm back I, losers. I'm back. Right. Yeah. Nerds. <laughs> He's a sucker. Yeah. I don't need those little sport things anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Just my, my will and my, my eyeball. eyeball. <laughs> Call him chump and it's your stupid brain. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's 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 a lot of stuff to like in in Dude, here. Capullo's Black Adam is amazing. Yes, really the Black minute Adam. I thought I saw that, I was like, show me Shazam, show me Shazam a, right now, guys. With the metal, right? yeah. yeah, it's a really good. They Black go Adam. to the. I think they're talking about going to the Rock of Eternity or something. Oh, they are at the Rock, the Rock of yeah. Eternity. Yeah, she's there, right? They yeah, have yeah, the, yeah. yeah, she's got the the brain. And the the wizard. She's gonna, there, right? yeah, because yeah, yeah. she's gonna throw the anti monitor's brain, brain into it. Yeah. Into the into the I don't know the the Rock of Eternity to destroy the dark multiverse. Yeah. I'm that's and I found who was doing the horns. It's it's uh, Doctor Fate in one panel. Oh, you found it. He's uh, got the yeah. I'm I'm so. technically reading Dark Side War right now, and a lot of things that you guys are saying, I'm like, how is that even ha- possible from based on what I'm reading? Yeah. That's crazy. Oh man, that journey is gonna be fun once you get to the end. I'm at the last trade. Chapter. Okay, nice. Last issue. Um, and then yeah, the big reveal at the end that because part of this big search is Bruce and and um, Clark are looking for Carter because he hasn't been reincarnated reincarnated into the current age i guess and we find out why at the end of this is he's been turned into the dragon i guess 
Yeah, but but or is it the dragon or is he the forger of worlds? No, he's, he's the dragon. dragon. Yeah, but, but he, he does have the forge. The, the they're in the forge. The hammer oh, okay. of worlds. Yeah. Well, because they're going, they have to find. Uh, they're looking for Daniel the, yeah. sends them to the forge of worlds. Yeah, because if as long as there's still a little light left in the forge, then there's hope. Now. Um, Does this forge tie into the previous issue from back in July, the forge? That's just title. Oh. I don't think, yeah, because they're actually in the world forge. I would have to go back and read it. There's got to be a reason. Well, because remember, we're dealing with metal. You forge metal and then it's casted. Yeah, but those are the two one-shots. Yeah, I think that was just, you know, to set up metal because it's forged and, you know, the casting and all that, so. Um, the, well, the only problem I have with Cardo because you get the feeling that Barbados has been in the, you know, the dark multiverse for a very, very, very long time, not just, not just in the Rebirth era, you know. Yeah. Um, well, he has. There, there, there is a reference where he shows up pre New Fifty Two. Even Scott Snyder took that from I think Peter Milligan's run somewhere. Okay. On I can't remember what book it was, but he talked about that. Okay. So but I, I mean, that's one of the things. I mean, look, I'm easily confused. That's the, uh, that's a given. <laughs> but um, it, it doesn't really make sense to me how Carter Page has always been Barbados. You know, at least not the Carter Page from Carter Hall. Carter Hall uh, from the DC universe. You know, remember we had two. We had the alien from Thanagar, Katar Hall, right? And then we had Carter Hall. And I don't know if we've seen the human still, reincarnated still guy. Yeah, this Daniel is, Hall. But this is Carter Hall, right? Yeah, this is Carter Hall. Um, but he was, I mean, there was a time where he was Hawkman in the DC Universe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember when the last time was. I think it might have been, I think when they did New 52, when they were doing Savage Hawkman, that was the, the, the Qatar Hall from Thanagar. Um, so it might be if he was around in the DCU, it might have been before New Fifty Two. So what was that crisis before New Fifty Two? Maybe that thing. Yeah. I I have to find out, I'm, and I think we're gonna get more well, answers once we read you, that. And Kendra, Hawkman found. And Kendra is now Lady Blackhawk. Is she a character from the DC universe, or is that new? I think that's new. I I could be wrong, but she. One of the things that they've been doing is the Blackhawks are a team that exists obviously in in the dc universe she's been on that team since the yeah. new 52 i think is what they lead you to believe yeah. kind of spying on bruce and and whatnot and so i think lady blackhawk is just a call to that call back to that team yeah it's not uh, look i could be wrong i just i never came across that character before this so it looks like it might be brightest day was brightest day was the last carter time we hall. saw carter yeah. hall okay which that was a couple years before New Fifty Two. Yeah, that there's was a, still. Well, we're get, we're getting ready to have Hawkman found. Yep. Which comes out is that next week? Is that next week? <laughs> I think it is. I think it, I think Hawkman found is the but same week as Doomsday Clock. Doomsday Clock. It is. <gasps> oh, I gotta pull that. Wait. So gonna... that that's probably gonna be an important issue. God, I hope I ordered enough of those. <laughs> um, that's probably going to be an important issue. There's just man, there I, I have I have way more, yeah. yeah, I have way more questions after reading this book. I do too, and I love it. Our I love Batman. every minute of it. There's a lot, dude. There's a lot to tie up in two issues. Yeah, our uh, Batman Lost and Hawkman found like the 
connecting, like the lost found type. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they were going right. for with the titles, but they're not connected issues. Okay. One specifically dealt with where Batman had been after he got became like the doorway to the dark multiverse. Gotcha. This one is specifically yeah, them, I back. think, bringing yeah. Hawkman back into. It's just the wordplay that they did for two titles, right? Yeah. Gotcha. I'm curious. I'm I'm more curious now how Snyder's going to wrap up this story. And what ramifications yeah. the the conclusion are going to have for everything else? I agree. Read it, but yeah. So let's. That's why I'm wondering: will you get your answers or not? You know, it could just be like, nah, it's just it is what it is because comics. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to hear Johnny. <laughs> I I hope they don't do that. That's right. We didn't hear Johnny. Yeah. But metal. But metal. <laughs> Johnny, uh, give us right. thirty seconds. Le- uh, well, I actually have a lot to talk about. <laughs> uh, let's uh, start with the things I like: the art. All right, to the things that I don't like now. Um, <laughs> you only like the art? Yeah. This book sucked to me. It, like, why do I care? Um, there was, like, it feels like a fan service type of book. Like, oh, the Rock of Eternity. Oh, the Bottom of Atlantis. Uh, Plastic Man and Neg, Barbatos, Carter Hall. Like, uh, Daniel of uh, Dream the Endless. It just felt, all of it, like, why do I care? Why does this uh, story matter? It, it feels like it doesn't. Also, this fe- this story feels weirdly paced where I don't remember any of this stuff happening in this title, like, at all. Did it happen in tie-in issues? I think because were, that no. sucks. So, some of it was in the issue and some of it was tie-ins. Because I don't I remember, think. like, I remember Dr. Fate uh, disappearing with Wonder Woman and someone else, and then that is it. Green Lantern. Uh, right, and I don't remember them going anywhere. Dude, like, like you saw Aquaman a little bit at the end of the yeah. The yeah. Last well, in the last they, they issue, all, they all went on the, their separate yeah. ways to. They all split up into teams. Yeah, to decide where was that metal. No, number I know three? you really yeah. weren't on yeah. board with metal three either. No, so. yeah, it was metal three. This, this, like, the thing is, for D, for like the DC fans that know and love these characters, like. Uh, immensely, Jonathan. Uh, yeah. like Jonathan, like this is probably like just uh, amazing to them. Be like, oh my god, they're tying in. Like, like, but like to me, like a, a normal casual DC reader, I'm like, why do I care about this? You know, yeah, that's my just, issue. Not knowing a lot of these characters, exactly. where Jonathan would pop, like, oh dang, yeah, it's I'm like Plastic him. Man. Why are we excited about Plastic like, Man? You yeah, know? like it, you know, like this uh, whole dream thing where he's talking about uh, the creation. I'm like, why does this matter? It, but it feels to like be it fair, you could say that about a lot of different events. You could say that about yeah. Blackest Night, and if yeah. you're not a deep Green Lantern fan, a lot of the references yeah. in that are going to go right over your head. But doesn't the, change the fact that it's an awesome story. But that, that's the thing. Like I thought that was an awesome story because I don't feel like I needed uh, diff- like to know different things to enjoy that story. I don't feel like you need to know different things with this. You can just take this as a big, bombastic space opera mm-hmm. and just be like, oh, there's so much happening. And then if you want to dig deeper... Talk to people that know. Yeah, but I feel like it, it's yeah. missing things. Uh, you know, to like, why are the dark the the dark Batman here? Like, what are what is their purpose? It feels like I don't know their purpose yet, and it's already four issues. You did read the first three <laughs> issues, right? No, Johnny? I did read the first three <laughs> issues, but like, yes, I get like they're supposed to be uh, like uh, Barbados's whatever, like minions or whatever. They're I like the like fears of Batman. They've been tormented yeah. in their own dimension. Well, that right? and their worlds are basically temporary. They don't. They don't live. Yeah. And so the whole point that the Barbados is doing is like, here. hey, yeah. let's go to where the light is and then where it's permanent. Yeah. I I feel like um, there's a lot of uh, 
this story is more enjoyed for people that have nostalgia. I don't have any, so I'm not enjoying it. Like one of my favorite stories of all time, and I reread it constantly, is the Sandman. And they got me in like the first issue because like Sandman. dreams uh, showed up. I'm like, all right, I'm down. And then I'm like, they waited until issue four to reuse him again, and he's literally just like talking and not doing anything and i'm like nah, why do i care about this why does this event matter to me and i think that the short answer like is it doesn't like it's a well-told story there's nothing wrong with it i just didn't enjoy it yeah and i think that's just because i i i'm not connected to these uh like uh heroes remember when we uh read the death of hawkman i literally said i do not give one iota about hawkman that's fine like he's it's fine if he's dead and like this whole story is revolving about characters that i don't really know about so i think that's why i don't um the relatability yeah i I think that's why i don't connect with this story like not that it was bad cool moments between uh superman and batman in there i thought there's there's a lot of cool moments that old guy johnny you have to understand like dude uh, all the conversations that we have your taste is very niche most of the time it is (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's some cool moments and all, but, you know, there's these big reveals where that lady turns into uh, Black If this wasn't a big, like, event book, if this was some corner that wasn't getting, like, a lot of love, Johnny would be like, you know what, guys? This is the best book out on stands. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not saying that to be a jerk because I know your taste. Yeah, you do. No, it's funny because you're the big cosmic DC event guy and you want and crave that stuff. And Johnny... Is the niche young teen stuff. slice of life? And when we flip it, you're, you say what he's saying, and he's saying what you're saying. Yeah, goes I know. I, I, just, I understand. I am. I am very self-aware of what my biases are. <laughs> Maybe I just want to see Batman take Damien to school. <laughs> <laughs> read Batman. Read Batman thirty-six and thirty-seven. You'll oh, get your slice of I, life. I have. Oh. That, those are great. That, was that not so great this week, dude? <laughs> those are great. You guys should be picking up that. But like this. Um, I can see why a lot of people like it. A lot of DC fans like it. But to me, there's not much to grasp onto because I'm already, um, like, not really that connected to the story. And then them bringing all these heroes that uh, I'm supposed to care about, but I kind of don't because I haven't read much with them. It is is that's what that's the whole whole thing is, is just have fun with it. Don't don't worry about all having to understand every reference scott snyder's whole point is it's supposed to be big bombastic it's supposed to be metal he's trying to just touch on every little corner of the dc universe. Yeah, he's trying to give the fans something fun do, that, a, you know, do fan yeah. service but also tell a big fun story at the same time and so i i enjoyed it i would have enjoyed it more had i known these other characters yeah. and had those moments where i was like oh cool i still enjoyed it i i did think it was a little jumble and like like i said a little bit convoluted at points it's like just just go with it just just listen to what we say here's here's one of the reasons why i don't mind you know some of the stuff you guys are talking because I've got a bunch of students that are reading this right now too that have been like you know I've, I've loaned out a couple issues and they're, and they're like oh my god like what's happening like metaphors out okay so then they come back <laughs> and they're like you need to talk about this 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 and this yeah. and I'm like perfect yeah, uh, yeah. the seeds <laughs> have been sown let's do this so I don't care in that regard because it gives me an opportunity to tell kids about the fun other characters that they might not know about and yeah. no it's a good point because there's like I think especially in uh, three metal three two or three, there's a couple characters like they go in this place and there's some like dead alien on the ground or whatever, and like oh this is so and so and I can't believe this happened. And I was like eh, I don't care, but this dream guy who I'm like oh it's kind of like an Adam Warlocky type guy. I'm, I'm interested in this guy, and you you know him, <laughs> am I not supposed Did to you be? Really compare Dream of the Endless to to Morpheus? Adam Warlock? Yeah, I think yeah, Adam Warlock would be more like Black Adam. 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm a little upset. That's like one of my favorite. Maybe it was just the characters. look to him, the, the hair and the the mm-hmm, robey mm-hmm, stuff. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what it was. Yeah, but. sure, sure. You. <laughs> your dreams, your favorite Adam Warlock. Dream. A dream. dream. Okay, because Adam Warlock. That's Sandman. Warlock. Yeah. Sandman. Oh, okay, Sandman. okay. And I know you love that book, but yeah, yeah so it's a great book. Um, like uh, also read like all of it. <laughs> all of uh, one of my other complaints is uh, I feel like. It feels like I have to read some tie-in issues to enjoy some of the stuff in here. And, like, I get it. That's uh, with most events, like maybe even all events. Um, I just kind of wish I could just read this uh, this series and that's it. Um, but, yeah, like... Well, you like, may be able to. I mean, you, you see how it ends. Yeah. And see, yeah. Well, that, that's that, what I was saying. I'm really excited to see how they get out of this. Mm-hmm. That is one thing I was like, oh, what the heck are they going to do now? Is it five or six issues? Six issues. Six, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, so I'm really... And I they are interested. they are upping the page count on the last two. As a matter of fact, I think they said number six is going to be double size. Take note, Marvel. Don't add a number. Just yeah. add pages. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I think... <laughs> right. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not positive the next one's double sized, but I think it's going to have a few extra pages. But I'm fairly certain they said the last one's double sized. I have to go back and check that. Don't Probably quote just be me a on dollar that. more too. Which yeah, is not bad. yeah. I, I I wish I like was connected to these characters like you were, Jonathan. But I don't. I think that's impossible for anybody. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, it's like it's like Blaine said. I love these characters so much that nobody else has to. Yeah, right. Specifically, exactly. Superman. But <laughs> exactly. All of like them. I w- I wish I could enjoy this more because uh like. Other than my gripes with it, it looks like a crazy story for. Sorry, there's nothing wrong with liking what you like and not liking what you don't right. like. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There's I mean, nothing wrong yeah, with that. As much yeah. crap as I give you week in and week out, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. The whole point of this is is based off our opinions. Yeah. True. Enough. Yeah. And so, yeah, stick oof. to your guns. Listen, okay, help me out because, um, you know, one of the things for me, uh, you know, a, a big thing for me, is I like my stories to make sense. Yeah. Given, you know, look, you know, given given the realm of suspended disbelief. Yep. Okay. Each of each of these stories that that we read, um, basically, uh, they still have those worlds still have rules, you know, that you that you have to follow and you want the stories to make sense. All right. So one of the things that I want to resolve in my own mind with this is this is this dragon. Mm -hmm. Okay. And and Barbados. What 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 I've been led to believe to this point is that in the dark multiverse, these are these are worlds that were never meant to be. There are existences mm-hmm. where um, worlds where decisions were made that led to a, a non-viable universe, non-sustainable. And they, yeah. yeah, they spin off into the dark multiverse to die. Yeah. Okay. It's and they're going to die like one way or the other. Yeah. Right. Okay. That they they're basically decaying. Because they're not, there's they, they 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 don't have the energy to sustain that existence because of the decisions that were made. Um, in this book, in this in this story, for the first time, we're told we're told this additional information that while well, the dragon was created to specifically destroy these universes, and now, well, the dragon he kills his master. And says, "Nah, nah. I think I think we're good. I think we, <laughs> you know, we want we want to live." And they're trying to pull the the main DC universe down in the the Ori. Was that what they call it? The Ori. It, down. Okay. The Ori. Yeah. So that to to in in or in order to like 
make this bridge sustainable where all of the dark multiverse can come into our world so anyway what's the case are these are these is the dark multiverse you know um unsustainable existences that that die on their own or are they unsustainable existences that need this dragon to kill them yeah. Because I don't, you know, that does it, it seems like a violation of what they had already established as the dark multiverse being. Because look, if the if the dragon kills his master and says, "No, nah, we're good," then they're sustainable because there's nobody out there going to kill these dark universes. Mm-hmm. They can live in all their unpotentiality, and that's a good enough word, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in the on, on yeah. the dark side for as long as they want because they're not being threatened by the forger of worlds yeah okay you don't have to answer now you can give you can give yeah i've got it i've got it i'm gonna read i'm gonna try to make some time and read through one through four and consecutively well yeah all of everything that's a large large undertaking (laughs) to answer that question but i'm 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 curious now to make because i'm with you i mean i like stories to make sense if you establish rules you should follow them which is one of the reasons why i didn't like the new star wars but that's a whole separate (laughs) that's a whole separate let's keep going conversation um (laughs) just because they weren't your rules anyway well, <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, okay. That, that's enough. That's enough. Anyway, we're gonna have our own would, civil war right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> what would you rate this, Ian? Uh, three and a half. Roger. Um, I'm at four stars. I'm at five on the art. Art was yeah, and, art I'm, was and I'm at three on the storytelling. I thought the storytelling was a little bit sloppy. Um, so I'm gonna put, the, but the art is freaking amazing. Yeah, so uh, I'll go with four. The art is fantastic. Greg Capullo always kills it. Uh, I wish I cared uh, more. Uh, two and a half. Oh, freaking five guys! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we knew it. <laughs> it's metal. <laughs> it's very metal. It's very metal. So it, it I, is. It, it is very very metal. So I. It was I, enjoyable. Look, I, the only thing that's going to bring this series down for me is the ending. I want a good concrete yeah. ending i don't want to like eh, it's it's gonna go off and we're gonna spawn like because we are getting a ton of new titles and stuff like that dark at, metal universe, right? not well no it was it's called dark the Marvel. code name that i think the, the the working title they were using was dark matter because right. some of these titles and characters are spinning out of metal but it's going to be called the new age of dc heroes yeah but none of those none of those characters that are you know damage well damage was mentioned damage was mentioned um but uh, I don't even. I don't uh, even remember all the the. Well, new challengers. New challengers has been referenced. Because challengers, challengers have been re- referenced. Um, Sideways is a kid that got affected by dark matter exposure or dark the yeah the dark multiverse exposure, and so that gives him the portal hopping. But it's like ripping. Okay. Stuff they've 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 but given again, like he little, hasn't. I mean, yeah. he hasn't been. None of these guys have been in the in the main, main story. Yeah. They haven't been central to. I any think they're of just going to so. say like, "Hey, this happened," and then they're going to give backstory on each of or the. Maybe a panel in the last issue, something, something like that. Okay, so they don't want they whatever whatever, however metal ends, mm-hmm. they don't necessarily want it to af- impact DC proper. Yeah, but they're going to have all these other stories spin out of it to say this is how. Other aspects of the DC universe were yeah impacted yeah <laughs> we'll see if it works yeah 
I don't. I don't think DC. I don't think DC is putting enough. Mar- I mean, look, they're putting the pages in the books and stuff. Mm-hmm. But we're not. We're not seeing the pools in the shop for any of these series. Are they even? Even the terrifics. Are they pullable yet? I think so. Well, on? yeah, because I think that they right, they right. were they were solicited and then they were delayed. Okay, I got to go in and pull. Stuff and that may and be and that may be for a reason. It may be because DC didn't have the orders that they thought that they needed and they needed to put more marketing behind it. Maybe maybe those weird flip covers <laughs> need a little extra time. I don't know. Yeah, but we'll see. I'm excited for a lot of those titles. Every every one that I read about, I'm like, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. So, anyway. Okay. Cool. So yeah, uh, what are we doing? Uh, what would you guys rather have reviewed? And in place of what? Batman. Yeah, I, I well, that's tough because I really want if if I could have just added a book, I would have just added Batman. Um. I probably would have added the new Superman story that's going on with Superboy right now, too, because that's just calling to me at home. But Batman was so good. Yeah, I haven't read the the Super Sons of Tomorrow issues yet. Yeah, maybe Super Sons. Uh, I'm reading that with the kids. It's good. It's wonderful. The, you have to pick up Superman also this week because it ties yeah, together. I saw yeah. – uh, was it John, John Boy? John. Yeah. John Boy. Well, no, it's – um, no, 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 not no, John no, Boy Myers. Kirk, uh, not, oh, it's it's um, the guy that's normally Tyler. on. Anyway, Super he Sons. Had, he, yeah, he had some. No, 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 not him. It was anyway. Tyler it, Kirkham. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tyler Kirkham he had, had a cover. He had a cover, an alternate cover, I think, oh. and he said "Death of Superboy" or something like that. that I did see that. You saw yeah. that on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh, that uh, Defenders follow-up issue came out. That might be good. Oh, after the fight. Mm-hmm. After the fight, yeah. That would have been cool for Marvel. Um. For indie, I, I, there's nothing beyond <laughs> Invincible. It's Christmas week. Yeah. Merry Christmas. It's Invincible. <laughs> so um, I, I was pretty satisfied with everything we read. The only thing that I would have liked to have you know, reviewed more. Oh, my God. Wildstorm's out. Oh, that was so good. I read that, too. <laughs> that book. People, you need to read Wildstorm. It is so good. If you want spy stuff and espionage with extraterrestrial science fiction, all kinds of Yes. Wow, that's surprising. It's it's on he's time. So, he's so on time with he's that book. On time and it's quality, dude. Wow. This is Ellis. Ellis is firing on all cylinders on that book. He, it's he's, fantastic. He's focusing on one. Yeah, book. as he should, because that is it is severely under under uh, esti- or underrated. Is trade out yet? Yes, the first trade's out. It is it is worth your dollar. Um, I have a ton of fun reading that book. Yeah, that was intense. The issue that we reviewed. Yeah, with like um, especially with John Davis Hunt. Yeah. Ugh, ugh. That, that's one of those perfect is unions. It, uh, Rebirth trade or is it just? No, it's its own thing. Wildstorm. Wildstorm is its own pocket universe in the DCU. Gotcha. So. I would have liked to review uh, the Batman came out this week. It's Batman John Boy, then. John Boy um, for the Marvel, I really like the Marvel book, but maybe uh, well, Doctor Strange is really, really, really good. Yeah. Uh, and then for the indie, uh, there's a new Quantum and Woody number one that just came out. Uh, I want to check that one out because the one by James Asmus a couple of years ago was really good. So all of them were good for me. Maybe I liked reading metal. I was happy with that. But if I swapped, I'd swap that and probably do Trinity. I'm behind on Trinity. All right. Trinity did come out today, too. I miss Manipal on that book, though. Mm. I really do. Yeah, did um. All right, trivia time, Roger. Stump us. Oh, all right. <laughs> or talk about other winners first, whichever you prefer. Yeah, let's do the other winners. I st- I still have to contact the guys from winning last week. I am so sorry. <laughs> uh, 
yeah it 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 has Christmas been a long season. week um but i will i will do my best to to get in touch with everybody tomorrow the um the question from last week was what uh super team did booster gold found, found? jonathan this one i didn't know i forgot to look it up oh it, the, uh, i knew all the ones he's been on you're probably yeah. gonna say it and i'll be like oh yeah johnny knows the conglomerate yeah i didn't know that conglomerate. um that was a team that he founded so um with a k or with a c i feel like c. that was one of those things that they would <laughs> yeah. have like comic right. booked up and like right, threw in right. a different letter um, so the winners from last week for the comics, uh, which was a decent set of comics, Aaron Candelaria. Nice. Congrats, Aaron. 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 Now, now you got to come to the shop and see me, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's probably busy too. Um, and the trade paperback, uh, David Revis. Nice. Congrats, David. What did we review trade last week? Court of Owls. Uh, Court of Owls. Yeah. Oh, David. That's a good, that's a good trade to so, get right there. Uh, I, I think he probably has a couple of. Uh, different versions of that book yeah. so um you just got an extra christmas gift i almost feel bad that aaron didn't get that because he does <laughs> that's so good yeah yeah <laughs> well cool um okay yeah so um you guys uh congratulations for winning come on in uh we'll uh we'll hook you up with some free books now so um on to uh trivia for this week i decided to do fantastic four trivia because this I will not get a Marvel single one, one right. Made me so nostalgic. I don't, I don't, don't underestimate yourself. Right. I didn't make it too hard um, because some of the answers you've already said in this. Uh, oh, have we in this okay. podcast? Headquarters of the Fantastic Four, Baxter Building. Baxter Building. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what was? Um, I gotta wait. I gotta see which one I want to make. Maybe that's who Tony to. sold it to in the MCU. Yeah. <laughs> It what? sold. They sold in uh, Spider Man. They were selling the Avengers building. Who they who they sell it to? Did that happen in Spider Man? I yeah. haven't seen that movie yet. That's why. Ha- oh, you, oh, you haven't. Uh, yeah, Happy was yeah. moving. Oh, Avengers Tower. Avengers Tower got yeah. sold. So everyone's like, oh, is it going to be Oscorp oh. or is it yeah. going to be? Oh. Maybe it could be the Baxter Building now. Done. Wow. Done. All right. Okay. I need to go see that. Yeah, and part of, you know part of the reason that I chose Fantastic Four too is because they're kind of pivotal in the Civil War story too. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll, <laughs> this is an easier question to ask you guys, because in in the Civil War story, you had there was a split in the Fantastic Four because Reed supported the Registration Act and actually worked with um, Tony to clone. Did he make the prison? Clone oh, yeah. Thor. Yeah. yeah. Um, Robot Thor. Well. And no. stuff. Sue and Johnny were on the part of the resistance. Right. But with the thing, and because I'm not. I'm not sure it was explicitly said in here. The thing was kind of Switzerland between this. Yeah. But what did he do? Do you what remember what thing did? Because he didn't want to. He didn't want to fight against the government. He didn't. Uh, right. Um, so what did? Where did the thing go? I can only think of the X Men that the stood Savage out. Land. I think it was because, I, because yeah. it. I, I, I don't think it was it was in there. I, I don't remember it, but I don't remember a lot. But I'm pretty sure it was in the Civil War <laughs> Fantastic Four book. Oh, okay. The, yeah, the, the did Italian he go to series? space? No. Where did he go? I don't know. France. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Simple enough, right? I thought he was well, like, he to went um, to the third dimension. No, he just went to France. Yeah, guys. I was like, the yeah. savage. No, he just yeah, went yeah, to France. He wanted some escargot and some, <laughs> some croissant. <laughs> no, so... 
Um, Kayla's just shaking her see. head at my bad yeah. So who was who was the uh, <laughs> some cheese with your it, wine? It, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. What? Just continue. You're channeling your best Lumiere. <laughs> beyond a guest. Beyond my last name's French. You think I can oh, actually uh, do a decent accent, but I cannot. This is true. <laughs> All right. So who was the Fantastic Four's first villain that they faced? Moment. Doom. Thing, faint, boom. Moment. Moment. Think of that cover yeah. from Fantastic Four number okay. one. I would not have known that. Um, when did they fight Fing Fing Foom? And like now I've, I've got to ask you this not question because i got to have one question that you can't get, and, <laughs> and it'll be cool for the listeners to, to know. What city, okay, in that, that first issue when they faced Mole Man, um, what city did that take place in? What, where was their first headquarters? San Francisco? Was it not Detroit. in New York? It was not in New York. Was it East the East Coast? Coast? It was not the East Coast. Oh, wow. Really? Seattle. That was closest. Oh. 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 Sacramento. No. Actually, Seattle. 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 Actually, yeah. th- no. I think that this is this is fictitious. Oh. I don't know, but I'm. I'm <laughs> well, that I don't know. I'm ready to be schooled. Yeah. Like I know my DC cities, but I, I don't know my my Marvel was, cities. I thought it was like a coast city. Uh, not, I don't even know if it's a coastal city. No. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the city is it's Central City, California. No. I don't think that's, no. yeah, ca- I don't think that's California that's City. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much Cal City. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. I didn't know that. That's yeah, so it's Central City, California, and then they relocated um, to New York. Well, a lot. Everyone's moving from. out of California right now. Building. <laughs> right. <laughs> the taxes were too high. That um, gas tax read rich is like F it, I'm out of here. Okay. So yeah, that's all the trivia I've got for, for <laughs> cool. you guys. Now, if you want to win the books from this week, which is a pretty decent haul of books, um, you can answer the following question and send your response to contact at allstarcomicspodcast.com. I want to know the name of the thing's girlfriend. Oh, that's a good one. I and I, I don't know if she's had a lot of girlfriend so but i'm gonna say she's blind <laughs> i'll give you a, i'll give you an extra hint ben Grimm. who was ben Grimm's uh blind girlfriend um i, I love their relationship in the in the old stories mm-hmm. um anyway if you know the answer to that question send your it's it's an easy one you guys should know this Google. Um, send your response to contact at allstarcomicspodcast.com and you could win some cool books thanks guys who is the new fantastic four it was. It was. No. Are you talking about Hickman? It was run? called the or New Remendo? Fantastic Four. This oh, is nineties. Oh, never mind. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I know nothing of the nineties. Wolverine, Spider Man, and Ghost Rider. Oh, they were wow. called the New Fantastic Four. Wow, that's a weird. I was that's gonna a weird setup, right? It was when I, when I was setting up the trivia. I had intended to say, you know, say list out some guys who have been on yeah, the Fantastic yeah. Four. Oh, we should have done that. that. Bombastic Are you bag man. dude. It's like the entire yeah. Marvel universe. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. You start going. Yeah. I'm like, Galactus was in the Fantastic Four. When did that happen? Are you what? Is that for real? I don't know. Oh, okay, I don't you had me worried. I started for a to, look. The list was so long. I was starting. I was. I was like, got to. Well, between the two. What yeah, did they do in the '90s? Because I mean, I missed. You know, I missed 15 years of Fantastic well, I Four. I remember. When but I, I think it may you. have been just a list of associations or characters. I don't know. But <laughs> I remember when I first started coming here, they just did Hickman just did Death of Johnny Storm. Yeah. And they had a new Fantastic Four that was like 
Um, I think it was She-Hulk, Ant-Man. No, that was Fraction. Was that Fraction yeah. doing that? Because was it all red on art? That was FF. No, no, it was fantastic. There was one that was Fantastic Four. It specifically there was, said. He wrote two books at the same time. He wrote Fantastic Four and FF. Okay, what, it was Fraction? Fantastic Four. Yeah, Fraction. It was yeah. specifically Fantastic Four. It was, it was Ant-Man. She-Hulk. She-Hulk. Yeah, that was the FF book. That yeah, that was the FF, FF book. No, that was yeah. the FF. For real? Yeah. Medusa? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was FF. Where were we? Okay. Whatever. <laughs> I don't I should, know. Whatever. But there, no, there have been. That was, that, well, I was just like thinking to myself, like, that's not the Fantastic yeah. Four. And there's some chick in a thing costume. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She thing. That was, was that she thing? That was, yeah. yeah. That was really weird. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Matt Fraction. There's a long list. Luke Cage yes, was on the this, Fantastic oh, Four. See, I thought this was just Fantastic Four. But. No, it's uh, FF. Yeah, Future Foundation, right? Okay. Yeah. Whatevs. <laughs> All right. So the graphic novel yeah. we are reviewing is Civil War. Um, the graphic novel that I could swear we reviewed, but then I realized the movie came out long before we launched this podcast. <laughs> Therefore, we could not have reviewed it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyway, it says the Marvel Universe is changing. In the wake of a tragedy, Capitol Hill proposes the Superhero Registration Act, requiring all costume heroes to unmask themselves before the government. Divided, the nation's greatest champions must each decide how to react, a decision that will alter the course of their lives forever. Just like every event. Well, yeah, I was gonna say that first. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the synopsis for every Marvel. Yeah, ever. in the most dramatic rose ceremony ever. If, if I had uh, movie uh, voice, I would have done it in movie <laughs> voice. If, this if, summer, if Marvel yeah. never said that again for like ten years. <laughs> I'd be cool with it. Yeah, because it's just. I mean, you a tragedy no, on what, Capitol Hill. 2006. 2006. Yeah. It's, every event's been the same thing. It will yeah. alter the course of the Marvel Universe forever. The Marvel Universe is going to stay the same <laughs> this summer. Well, I mean, it nothing changed. major happens. <laughs> just a bad day. Well, this one actually something. This yeah. is yeah, and then it got reversed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So yeah. it's yeah, it's like something well, big does happen, and then it gets reversed. Wait, wait, wait. So why'd you pick this one, Ian? Yeah, didn't pick it. Roger picked it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we we we, we kind of picked it together. We were discussing it. We almost went with Teen Titans uh, Rebirth, uh, but mostly because we need we we need we need to rep some Marvel stuff here yeah. a little bit. And this this is a good book overall in my opinion. And who's it's it a very, it's this is actually uh, uh, I didn't do my job. Miller Sorry. McNiven. McNiven. Well, we, yeah, Mark Millar. Yeah, yep. Miller. Whatever. He actually came out and said it's like pronounced Miller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a great team, though. I always said Miller, yeah. but then Roger said it was Millar one day, and it was so confidently said that I was like, well, clearly Roger is going <laughs> to know this beyond me. And I just went with it. <laughs> Roger's not confident about something. Yeah, he's like, no, it's Millar. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> Dude, the earth is flat. <laughs> I want to go that far. <laughs> See? Wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I wouldn't go that far. You might fall off. Yeah. Right. If the Earth was flat, all the cats would have pushed everything off the edge by now. Yeah. I think the writing's good. I I love the art for the most McNiven part. McNiven is yeah. such a. So I, McNiven is one of my favorite Marvel exclusive guys, man. Like he's he's tough to top. He's in the top ten in the industry. Really. Yeah, really good. Yeah. There, I mean, there's some there's some parts in this that are just amazing, and then. Uh, what I really like too is these sketches in the back of the uh, the trade by Michael Turner. I feel like McNiven Ugh. is Marvel's Gary Frank. 
or yeah. Gary Frank is DC's McNiven. Like they, they yeah. just they have such emotive facial expressions on on their characters. The they details. know they know how to to, yeah. to frame a scene really well. Yeah. Um, not so, saying stylistically they're the same. They just wise, the yeah. quality of work, how good it is. They're just oh, top tier guys. No one really beats them. Yeah. yeah. The detail, the detail in every one of his panels is just yeah. amazing. How yeah. he, how he frames panels. Ian, go ahead and, and pitch the story though. Well, yeah, he did good. Yeah, yeah, he read the back. It's pretty good. But <laughs> oh, so well. basically, um, yeah, you've got this registration. You have it's the uh, the young new warriors. Yeah. Basically, on this reality TV show, they're trying to get ratings. They go to fight some big bad villains that they can't match. And it's funny what Speed Freak was in here because my brother was a huge Hulk fan, and so they say, "Oh, we still got the Hulk." I remember those issues back in the in the I think it was mid '90s that those ones came out. Um, and so anyway, I was just like, "Oh, this is cool." And then they screw it up. They cannot handle it. Uh, what's the guy's name? He blows Nitro. up. Yeah, Nitro goes Nitro. He blows up right next to a school, hundreds of fatalities, children dead. There were some other events before this that led up to already some discussions. For those of you that don't know, this is a very different story than what was told on the big screen. Oh, yeah. There's similarities, There's, but there, it's different. There are very, yeah. yeah, I mean, Cap and Tony do fight. There is a division between the hero yeah. community. Well, there's, but, well, there's, there's yeah, yeah, there's basically in the movie, there's bad things happening. There's some innocent people getting killed, not to this Yeah, magnitude. not the same kind of collateral, collateral damage and not next door yeah exactly because it's it's on our shores and, and yeah on and it was being filmed all so yeah. it was just major epic event here but same idea to where you guys have got to register where the government's going to kind of control what you do and you have one group saying no way we're not going to give out our names like your systems can't get hacked and everyone will know who we are and you know they make yeah. references about spider-man here who's one of the most heavily guarded secret identities and he's doing that to protect aunt may to protect mary jane um and so there was a little bit of play in there as to will he, which side will he join? Um, so there's a lot of cool twists and turns as you go. There's a lot of moments that really kind of make you think. One of my favorite moments in here is Punisher. There's some villains that come in that were actually kind of working on their side, and Punisher blows them away. He kills them, and Captain America starts beating the snot out of him. And he's like, fight back. He's like, I won't. Like, you're the captain. Punisher. Yeah, he's your hero. Like, he's yeah. like, is, and the thing is, is Frank knows what he is and what he does. Yeah. You know, he makes no qualms about yeah. it, but that doesn't mean he hates the people that don't do things his way. Yeah. Like, he respects Cap. Yeah, that's And I hero. think M M Miller did such a good job conveying that. Because even when the Cap is cause just disgusted by him, he's like, get that guy out of here or whatever. He just, he goes. Yeah. Right. Thing. One thing I love about this book is that not only is it <laughs> it's some good writing, there's some good art, there's good stories there's, there's it really makes you you think what side would i be on you know like if you can have that conversation like there's, there's a no right or wrong right it's just like i can talk to someone who's a good friend of mine and be like no it's iron man was right i was like no dude cap was cap. right you know and but you're not either <laughs> yeah. but and then the way cap, it ends, i'm too much like of a libertarian no, yeah, to yeah, like yeah, trust yeah. the government that exactly, much yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah. I, well i'm always team cap of course but but because you the, are cap exactly right here. but the end <laughs> the end is depressing man yeah. right the way things go down and and i mean this has been out for a while so it's not really spoilers but he's fighting cap he's fighting captain and, and iron man are fighting and captain america fights a little dirty and i think vision helped him out and basically he starts beating the snot out of out of iron man he's winning and then all of a sudden the people are attacking tony had the public yep yeah. and so they start tackling captain to not let him fight 
And so at that point, he just gives up. He goes, hey, at this point, we're not fighting for the people. They don't want what we're yeah. doing. To me, it's just like, yeah. man, is that not telling of like certain things with American freedoms and people fighting against it? I don't know. For me, it was just like, they're attacking America itself right now. <laughs> you know? And it was just kind of like, oh, man, that's harsh. And so that's he's like, sure. stand down, stand down, you guys. And uh, so much different, Not I shouldn't say a much different ending in the movie. Same type of thing, cap on top, but he chooses to walk away and yeah. rather than, yeah. So it's it's a much different feel, but it's so good. It makes you think. It gets a good discussion going, and a lot of just cool moments in the books too. I haven't read all the, the tie-ins, but I really want to. And this book specifically, Roger, you said is missing. Yeah, yeah there was a, some issue you were saying. Some issue. Yeah. You want to talk? That's about all, that? look. That's the only issue that I have with this story, is, and I think. You know, in, in rereading this, you know, I actually like where it stops. I, under, I understand why they did it, but really, to um, everything that Civil War was about when it came out was was lead up to one thing, and that was the death of Captain America. Yeah, um, and that to this day, spoilers uh, <laughs> remains. <laughs> yeah, that's the big bomb drop. Um, to this day, Captain America issue number 25, written by Ed Brubaker. Um, so and I'm pretty yeah. sure McNiven was on art on that one. No. No, it was really darkish. Yeah. And it wasn't no, it wasn't McNiven. Um, I, I can't remember. Johnny will find out. Yep. Um, but anyway. Mm-hmm. No, that's not it. Um, <laughs> uh, that, to this day, that's like my single favorite comic issue of all time i mean it was just, it was one of the most Do you have any left no crap they're all gone um in steve fact epting. Th- uh, steve epting okay yes. yeah um to this day i mean it, it's just one of the best stories i've ever read you know the blue baker uh, run yeah but specifically That's that issue captain america number 25 because it was like a double-sized issue um yeah i think i had uh, i had captain america 25 at least some of the reprints until like two weeks ago, Ugh, I actually had that? I still I, I still had one left that I found and and hooked somebody up, hooked a brother up. Like, <laughs> like many many people, that's considered the best Captain America run ever. It is. Oh, yeah. It is. It is. It, from, it'll be hard pressed to top. Yeah. I mean, I haven't read a whole lot of Brubaker's run on that, but I just everything that everybody says, yeah. it's so Captain God. America is is Brubaker's run. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's him. It, yeah. It's the it's the quintessential run on on Captain the purest America. Purest iteration, if you will. The yeah. thing is, and and part of the problem for me is, is that you know because Captain America issue number twenty five was titled Civil War Epilogue. Yeah. Okay. Mm. On the cover. Yeah. And it came out the week after Civil War number seven. Okay. And everything because you're kind of left with with in Civil War with Steve turning himself over to the authorities, um, and and. But then he's in, in Captain America twenty five. He's shot. You kind of wanted that at the end of Civil War in the yeah. in the trade. If it's, if it's got the cover treatment because and it's got you know epi- cost, doesn't it? epilogue, yeah, all that that should have been included. Yeah. I, I think so too. Um, if you want it today, if you you know you can either you know look for the issues. I mean, there was the first print with two different covers and. With, with a pretty hefty print run, I don't know. It's not going to be as pricey as it was back. Correct in the me day. if I'm wrong, but they didn't include that in the beginning of Death of Captain America, did they? Um, or it, it, did they? It is that? in, but it's still the epilogue. In the, it's in the graphic novel. Okay, but 
like you, uh, there's someplace else that you can't find it though, and I, I want to say it's the, the Captain Omnibus. America Omnibus yeah. that goes through like the first. It, I swear it's got like the first 24 issues <laughs> and then for, leave it for the Volume One Captain America Omnibus. So if you if you want it, you know you either have to find the single issue or you've got to buy the Ultimate Edition Death of Captain America graphic novel. Ultimate edition, wow. okay. yeah, yeah, it's uh, the hard so, collection, right? Well, it's a, yeah, it's a soft cover. It's yeah. just a thicker, thicker collection of issues. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I really think you know that that issue is so important to you know er, everything that Civil War did, all the groundwork that it laid with Cap and Tony and everything um, led up to them killing Captain America. Yeah, yeah, and and I. I I wish I wish it was in this book because we look we sell a lot of these we sell a lot of the the Civil War trades um, and I, you know most people I've been able to to look out for and hook up with that single issue um, but I still tell everybody that you know if you read this story go read Captain America number twenty five I mean it's it's an amazing comic yeah I yeah need I to read that like the whole. Um Death of Captain America, I think, was uh, three volumes. Like, yeah. it started with issue 25 all the way up to, like, 40 or something like that. When Bucky officially takes over. Well, right? yeah. yeah. You know what's yeah. funny is I, I vividly remember when Civil War was popping off, yeah. like, still coming out, because I, mean, I don't think you guys... I had found you guys that, or were you guys even? We did not have. Yeah, we were online only at that point. So I think it's 2000. I was trying to find, you know, because everybody was talking about kind of civil war. That was that was a big thing. And then when Bucky took over, like they did. That was a big deal. Death of Cap, and then they showed the the teaser before anybody knew it was Bucky. Yeah. Of the new one, they're like, it's Captain America, but he has, but he's got a gun, and like, who is this new guy? And I remember all of us speculating, like, what? Like, so that was that was. I think I was like. Uh, I want to say 21, 22, somewhere early 20s. This is copyright. So 27. Yeah. yeah. So I was I probably 24, 25 yeah. when when that was going off. And I remember just thinking like, what are they doing? Like, because I remember yeah. being a kid and they killed Superman, and then yeah. I was a young adult and yeah. they killed Captain Stop America. Killing like, my Stop killing the Boy Scouts! <laughs> like, why? So, um, but yeah, I, I remember just be, the buzz around that book at the time. Well, this is when superheroes fighting superheroes was still cool. Yeah, not the played first out. Time they did it, like to this event, yeah. to this extreme. Yeah, absolutely. I think, what, and this series in in particular was really important to Marvel because you know the the late '90s and early 2000s for Marvel was not not a good period. Mm-hmm. It had started to turn around uh, with with bringing Joe Casada on board. Uh, and the introduction of Marvel Knights and the introduction of the Ultimate Line, yeah. you know, they had started to get a lot of buzz, but but it really uh, um, yeah, their stock was like at eight dollars. This is the best-selling Marvel story ever, right? I yeah, think. this is a what the best-selling Marvel story. It's probably it's probably yeah. I think it is. Probably. But if it wasn't before the movie, so yeah. yeah. nineteen ninety-nine, mm-hmm. their stock was down to two bucks a share, Jesus. a little just two something, and I remember and I bought it. I was actually taking a New York stock. Uh, exchange class and I was looking at some of my favorite companies I was like Pixar and Marvel I looked at these companies and I actually only had a few hundred bucks at the time but I bought shares I was 18 I bought shares and then they were bought 
or no, because I remembered, hey, Spider-Man, the movie's about to come out, and this ultimate line, and then it went up to like eight bucks, and then Disney bought them, and then it split and doubled, but I had already sold it when it hit eight. I was like, <laughs> money! <laughs> I was yeah, so dumb. Dude. I was like, no. <laughs> Only you held on. Dude, I've done, that, I've done that like three I times I made a $6 stocks. profit. I bought B of A stock when it was down to three bucks when they bought Countrywide. Mm-hmm. Anyway, another story, but I sold it when it went up to eight bucks, and it went up to 19. I was like, no. <laughs> Patience, baby. I think uh, one of the most important parts that's actually in this book is the whole storyline revolving around Peter, though. No, absolutely. Yeah, like, yep. The biggest bomb drop just from universe like, wise. Besides in the Cap- third issue? It crashes Google, right? Like, yeah, it crashes the internet. Second, in the second issue, I think it was. Second yeah, it was issue, issue. Yeah. The ramifications of that happening, like like a ripple effect. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, they literally had to make a deal with the devil to erase to, that, right? Yeah, to erase that, Doctor yeah. Doctor Strange did it, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of erasing. Um, yeah, this story is great. Uh, my favorite thing is Captain America has his original costume with the wings, and like, come on, <laughs> the scale, I do, armor, I yeah. do love the wings. Um, the art's beautiful. The story's really good. Uh, I did roll my eyes at the quote-unquote real-life heroes stopping Captain America. You know, the firemen, the paramedics. I'm like, okay, yeah. that's all right. All right, I get it. It's the the real heroes. They it's caught him symbology. by surprise. Yeah, yeah it dumb. wouldn't have happened like if he didn't want it to. But yeah. once he realized yeah. what was going on, he just wasn't going to fight it. it. Yeah. yeah, but like no, it's like literally like the firemen, the paramedics, yeah. the police officers. I'm yeah. like, isn't there any normal people like just holding oh, yeah. him back? <laughs> yeah, well, they are normal people. Well, all right, <laughs> they're first responders, Johnny. They're yeah. going to be the first people on the scene. They were there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're okay. All right, yeah. I give you uh, that. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that makes well, sense. And I'm not saying that to be facetious. No, no, no. I mean, no. Like, yeah. That makes they're, that they're the makes first sense. There. Yeah. Um, yeah, this story is like uh, really good. Um, I do um, agree with you, Roger. I wish they added the death of Captain America because that, so good. Yeah. that <laughs> panel so yeah. freaking bad to the bone. Yeah, dude. Even the one, this page. Yep. Cap looking down, walking Some away. Of, both one of my best stop yeah. fighting and one of my favorite lines is like, "Oh, uh, we're winning everything but the argument. They're not arresting Captain America; they're arresting Steve Rogers." It's like really, really good, and and like Captain America is like, "I have, you know, I have to surrender because we're not doing anything. We're just causing more trouble than yeah. than uh, than before." Um, it's a really good story. I do agree that uh, the death should have been added in there because, like, how cool would it be, like, to end that? I'm like, what? No, I want or, more. Or at the very least, have the bonus material with the sketches or whatever, and then yeah. turn the page and, like, in case you want more, yeah. Yeah. here's this, and then uh, say, like, go read Death of Cap yeah. after this. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I <laughs> just knocked over my ball. I think another awesome point in this story that actually has makes it weighted in the universe is that Besides Cap dying, there are multiple, multiple heroes that actually die in the battle. Oh, Goliath yeah. Goliath still yeah. back around from that time. Is like, Goliath yeah. still dead? Goliath is still dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he got a giant hole in him. <laughs> and, like, a couple other, like, smaller heroes, they're still dead you would, this you battle. Would, like, you would it's think, crazy. Was it not Operation Lightning? What was it you, you would You would think that they would find a way to shrink him down to normal size. <laughs> no? Dead, Whatever. Um, no, like, <laughs> gonna have a hole in your th- This story is hey, you know really what? Yeah. After Secret Wars, who the crap knows? <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Right. No, this story is is fun. Uh, I love the art. Uh, it does get dark at times, um, but you know, it's it's really it's really good. Like it shows these two opposing sides, and you kind of, unlike Civil War Two, you kind of don't know who to root for. You know, in Civil War Two, Carol's in the wrong. Like now, dude, like (laughs) that's not cool. But in this, like uh, I don't know. You know, there's just really good nuance between both sides. And I think this was like kind of 
uh, to reference uh, the, I guess it was like the Patriot Act or whatever, yeah. you know, that, that passed a couple of years prior to this coming out, yeah. you know, like to, uh, you know, see something, say something or whatever, you know, well, kind of like. the right to go into any of your phones, TVs, yeah, whatever. Right. Just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so this was kind of uh, Miller, Miller's uh, take on that, yeah. you know, the superheroes registering uh, and revealing their secret ident- identity to the government and things like that. And like there may be some pluses, but there's also a lot of negatives, you know. Yeah. But I forgot to say I blame Maria Hill for everything. Yeah. Also, that no, the worst, that uh, <laughs> uh, that's one thing I was like, it's a little out of character for her. But anyway, like that action sequence where he escapes is like, oh, it's yeah, it's so straight good. up money, dude. Yeah, it's so good. But I was just like, really, you guys can be like, Cap, we need to talk. So he's just drawing guns on him, like, okay, guess what? He's getting? now all of a sudden he's like, "There's problems with yeah. this." Now you could have had him on your side, but just he because of you, literally, <laughs> this is all on you, Asia Hill. He, he right, I think, right. He rides a jet like a like a skateboard. Yeah, wasn't that cool? He just sticks. He's like, just keep yeah, flying. Yeah, just keep. And flying. then he buys the pilot like a burger and fries after he lands it's it so, safely. It's so <laughs> like, good. isn't that so cap? <laughs> yeah, uh, freaking so great. Yeah. Well, what would you? Is anything else you guys want to rate it? Five. People I'm go good. go read the Ed Brubaker run. It's it's yeah. amazing from start to finish. Yeah. I'm yep. surprised he didn't write this book. Should have. Yeah, I ooh. boy, that would have been a very different story too. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I mean I think it would have been equally as good. But I don't, you know, Miller's, he's a shark jumper. Yep. And because, well, the whole premise in the beginning, like reality TV team, yeah, like, yeah. you yeah. know, right similar. off the bat that you like, this is Mark Miller right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But all the, all the stuff with them cloning Thor and. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I don't, I, I think it, if, if Brubaker wrote it, I think it would be a different story. It wouldn't have been as bombastic. And, grounded. and that's yeah. probably, yeah. Um, I, I think it would have been equally as good. I don't know if it would have sold the numbers because I think that you need that, like in Met, like having Snyder write metal and what yep. he's doing in there. I think you need Miller doing the main story on this. Um, it it's five stars for me though. I I, I really do wish they had put Captain America twenty five as an epilogue yeah, in the back yeah. of this book so that everybody could read it and understand the context from the time. But it's still still a great story. I love it, Johnny. Uh, migrating this mm-hmm. um, I keep going back and forth on this story like every time I read it I'm like ah oh, this this story makes me mad sometimes but I'm like oh this story is amazing I don't know I'm conflicted but uh, it's not the writing that makes it's, you mad it's, it's what happens in yeah, the story exactly that it Which brings that emotion out so it does its, it's job it's a very yeah. good story and does its job I I, I I have great respect for a writer that can push buttons and yeah. make it it was like Hickman's uh uh, it's like Manhattan Project. Yeah. That was one. Remember yes. first issue of that? First issue. God, I was so mad. <laughs> it, 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 so mad. It makes me like some. T- it makes me somewhat mad, but I still go back and read it. From t- it's like the intro to the pest. Uh, more on that later. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'll I'll, I, I'll give it a five because I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Five for me. Five for me. Cool. ACP certified. Do you guys have that list yet? I'll make, I'll make the list. Yeah. I'll make we'll the list. Go back, yeah, say, yeah. I'll make the yeah, list. Yeah, I know, I know. I'll put all the <laughs> books that I recommend on fives. Five. Oh, <laughs> yes. Guys, surprisingly This enough, is a very different list from what My I My Little Pony got all fives. <laughs> <laughs> it was wonderful. 
All right, so previews, guys, we, from Marvel Comics next week. We have Amazing Spider-Man 793. We have Ben Riley, Scarlet Spider number 12, Black Panther number 168, Captain Marvel number 127, Despicable Deadpool number 291, Invincible Iron Man number 595, Jessica Jones number 15, Moon Knight 190 somehow, Phoenix Resurrection <laughs> Return of Jean Grey. Ooh, uh, what is LH, Roger? LH. Uh, lenticular. Oh, lenticular cover, got it. Uh, number one. I don't know how they got LH out of that, but yeah. it's the lenticular Marvel. It's that, si- that silent H. Yeah. Like whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> lenticular. Like pounds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Punisher Platoon, number four of six. Spider Man Deadpool, number 25. Spider Man 2, number five of five. Star Wars uh, Jedi Republic Mace Windu, number five. Star Wars Last Jedi Storms of Crate, number one. <laughs> Thanos, number 14. And X-Men Blue number 18. That's the one that the Marvel Universe is changing. What? (laughs) Any of them. Gene (laughs) Grey? Roger? Gene Grey? What are we doing? What? Oh, Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'll decide next week. I, I, no, just I just realized. I think it's lenticular homage homage variant. Oh, uh, yeah. So far, they haven't been good. I you know why? Because the, the covers are too one. busy. Yeah. yeah, they're too different. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just looks too much blood. Not enough AB. So <laughs> maybe we'll see. Thanos it depends Kate. on. Yeah, I mean, I. I oh, I'm, orders, I'm down, huh? Yeah, but yeah, it, really it all good depends well. on our orders. Okay. I was saying, so, you didn't order a lot of Jean Grey, you don't think? Did a lot of people that? No. no. We ordered wow. two copies. Oh, I think wow. we sell one. Jeez. As, as I'm going to announce in the, news, in the next, sec- next, yeah, next it's segment, been it's been canceled. Oh, Which one? Wow. Jean so, Grey. Is, so is Iceman. Green Jay, your, your, wait, your namesake. So, all right. Well, I'll wait till we get there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, from uh, DC Comics, we have Action Comics 994. We have Batgirl number 18, Batman Beyond number 15, Batman Creature of the Night number 2 of 4, Blue oh, Beetle yeah. number 16, Dark Knight's Metal number 1, Director's Cut. Oh, okay. Dun, dun, dun. Maybe you could cool. tell us what's going on. Um, I thought that was supposed to be back in that. Get, you actually October. get the script in that one? Well, I think it's a probably, script. Yeah. But like script. sometimes it's redacted stuff. Yeah, know? it'll say redacted. and, and I, it, it, yeah. Is it pencils? No, it's not pencils, is it? Uh, I think it is. Is it pencils yeah, and script? Yeah, yeah. I think it is, yeah. Yeah, okay. It'll be mm. pretty. Pencils and um, scripts. So that'll be cool. Uh, demon, hell is earth? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, no, Etrigan. Etrigan. Etrigan, the demon, hell, hell is earth. Okay. Number two of six. Uh, Detective Comics, number 971. Doomsday clock, number two. Whoa. We know what we're reviewing. Are we getting... Right? Wait, are yeah, we, I'm so excited. For wait, that. we're <laughs> literally reviewing every issue of Doomsday clock? Do you not want to? I do not want to do that. <laughs> but okay, Kayla well, can Kayla can be on next yeah, week's sure. episode. You can you can. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just call Blake. There you go. All right. Um, we'll do two and then skip a couple. We've got Flash number thirty-seven. Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps number thirty-five. Hawkman found coming out next week. I'd be down to review that one, but Doomsday Clock. Yeah. Either yeah. One. Oh my God, Doomsday Clock. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get to review Doomsday Clock number one on the show. So. Oh, so oh, we're doing okay. Doomsday Clock. No, yeah, that's. Yeah. Nice. I think skip the next one. Yeah. yeah. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so based off that one issue. I am so in love what with if metal everything. Three come out the same day. Yeah. We're just doing them both. I know. Well, that that's two episodes <laughs> worth of commenting, man. Um. Anyway, well, that's one of them we'll, we'll have to say for the after show yeah. that we keep talking about that <laughs> we're going to do. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, we have Hellblazer number 17, Justice League of America number 21, Commandy Challenge number 12 of 12, finally Nightwing. wrapping up. Uh, Nightwing, The New Order number 5 Ooh. of 6. Oh, no. Uh, Suicide Squad number 32 Teen Titans number 15 And that's a tie-in to Sons of Tomorrow The first two parts are out this week Superman and, and Super Sons uh, And then Wonder Woman number 37 And that's it from DC From Indie Comics We've got four titles <laughs> Go Go Power Rangers number 5 yes. My Little Pony Legends of Magic number 9 Outcast by Kirkman and Azazeta, number 32, and Star Trek, Boldly Go, number 15. That's it for oh, our indie list. There's got to be more than that. I'll have to double check the invoice. Power Rangers. Power Rangers. <laughs> 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 yeah. dun, 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 but it's Go Go. Is, is that like the, That's like the, the younger? Book, yeah. Oh, it's the prequel book. Got yeah. it. Uh, for graphic novels, we have Blue Beetle Trade Payback, Volume 2. Hard Choices. Uh, we have Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur Trade Paperback, Volume 4. Yes. Girl Moon. Uh, we have Saga Trade Paperback Volume oh, 8. That's oh, right. And then we have mm. Venomverse Trade Paperback. Oh, okay. So, as always, this is not the complete list. Hopefully, it's not the complete list. Hopefully, there's more coming out. Uh, if you want that, go to horizoncomics.com, click on the new releases tab. Button. It's updated button. It's every Monday. Or you just read Power Rangers. Damn. That's cool. <laughs> 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 well, we'll then you actually have to read I'll, it, I'll man. Um, and what are what graphic novel are we reviewing next week? Are we reviewing next week? That was a mouthful. The oh, Johnny's, Johnny, oh, that's right. Johnny sat up and got super excited. Kayla held it up too. Yeah. The Adventures of Superhero Girl. This is the book you guys have been telling Johnny me. I'm just gonna, gonna, gonna love like it, so yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> He's not gonna like it. I'll tell you right now. Spoilers. <laughs> I sold the ultimate edition or whatever. Oh, that's it was, the one you guys told me to read, though. Uh, she right? has it. Oh, okay. So she'll lend it to you. Yeah. I'm gonna run it by and give it to you. Is it, yeah. Yes, you, is please Kayla do, because I want to get it get it going as soon as possible, because it looks like it's a little longer. Is Kayla on the show next week? Yeah. Yes. Nice. So, uh, <laughs> news. What? I'm so excited. Oh, <laughs> you already know how this commentary is gonna it go, looks like Johnny. The same art from uh, that Steven Universe. It looks like the same yeah, style. Yeah, kind of. Uh, who, who is it by? Is it, is it um, Faith Aaron Hicks? Oh, she's so good. All right, so for, for news real quick, uh, Marvel cancels five series, and oh there's possibly God. more. I'm Surprise. so excited. Um, I haven't heard this yet. Yes, because they were so good. Generation X? Oh, okay. I forgot about that. <laughs> well, we no. reviewed the first one. No, movie. it was good. Uh, Hawkeye? Ah! Um, <laughs> yeah. wow. It's so good. Um, it was amazing. It, well, people so need to support cares, it, Johnny. Yeah, yeah I know. Like, buying it. Yeah, if no one's buying it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah um, we get two copies of that, too. Dang. Yeah. Iceman. I don't that, care about that. I, that was happening? I, I heard an interview with the writer. He seemed like a super cool dude, and he was going in a cool direction. Too bad no one bought it. You know who it is, I think? It's Cena Grace. Grace. Yeah. He was the editor for Walking Skybound. Dead yeah. and Skybound for a number of years. For like oh, four wow. or five years, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jean Grey. Yeah, but it's still Iceman. Yeah. My my take yeah. with the solo X-Men books is do miniseries. There's yeah. no reason to support an ongoing. Yeah. I agree. That first issue of Iceman, I read it the other day. It's pretty good. So, but still Iceman. No one buys it. I'm just yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, yeah. Miniseries, miniseries. Now, Jean Grey like this was a five-part event issue to bring back Jean Grey, right? The original Jean Grey. So it's already canceled, but only yeah. And you know what's funny? In the we're Marvel not bringing book, it back. In Never the Marvel mind. book this week, it's like January new story arc, and it shows Jean Grey. Nope, it's like nope, not anymore. Well, like, what does that mean? Does that mean she's First not cover. coming into the Marvel universe? She's only getting her own team. She's not like I don't know. That's really confusing. 
Oh, sorry. It's Unbelievable Gwenpool. That's the other one that's getting canceled. I'm so upset. <laughs> that book is dumb. Like. No. <laughs> how? Did you read it? I read it. Sorry, Johnny. The SJW yeah. era at Marvel is over. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the so like, oh, we're getting rid of these books. <laughs> I'm uh, sure. I'm yeah. sure. That's literally what's happened. He came in and said, we're canceling. We're cleaning house. Yeah. yeah. Too bad that those are the new readers. But like, the Jean Grey one kind of puzzles me. No, Johnny. Those aren't the new readers. Yeah, they are. They they sell actually quite... Well, not Gwen those Hull, books. No. Gwen, um, Spider Gwen. I know like Miss Marvel outs- yeah. uh, outsold Spider-Man uh, digitally at one point. M- Ms. Marvel is their tentpole SJW mm-hmm. book, and it's it's still under 20,000 copies. Right, physical copies, yeah. And only 10. <laughs> Digital. No, it, which <laughs> sells the other, which had nine. No, it sells <laughs> it sells more uh, digitally than physically. Yeah. But I'm just curious, what do you guys think? Like for the Jean Grey thing, like I've never seen that happen before. Where they have an event announced where a major character comes back, and the event gets canceled. So what does that mean for the books coming forward? Like it means that because Disney bought Fox, they're going to clean house and redo the X Men stuff to make it more movie version. That's right. <laughs> uh, how, how do you do that? Not going to lie, you're like, probably that's, right. That's really weird. Like she's in X Men Red, obviously, and maybe a new X Men. Well, yeah, she's like, got her own team too. That's probably why they're going <laughs> to. Oh, I forgot to mute that. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching you it's spaz so out. <laughs> Anyways, like, so like she's getting her own X-Men. For anybody that's like <laughs> listening right now, like something played in Matt's headphones and scared the living piss out the, of him. The intro for Larry's part, and it wasn't muted, and it blasted in my headphones. And like, Dude, you moved so fast. Dude, I would have thought you were the Flash. It's like standing to a PA next to a PA and going off. <laughs> I was like, what? like, these things are turned up pretty loud. Anyway. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like she's getting her own book with a team. So like, yeah. if they're canceling the book where she actually comes back, we're well, missing it'll, pieces. It'll probably play out for the first story arc. It doesn't sound like they're just ending it mid-story. But it's only five parts, right? I don't know. I think it was supposed to be an ongoing. Is the problem? No, was, the resurrection. That was only five parts. Oh my god, who cares? No, but like, does DC like that's like how would DC bring a character back and then cancel the way they come back but have them in a new series like? That's Unless really they add weird. pages, but probably too late. I thought Jean Grey was on like issue twelve or something like that. I thought it's been going. Young Jean Grey. This is original Dark Phoenix Jean Grey. Well, isn't there a Dark Phoenix comic that's dealing with her? And I think that's part of the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. once again, well, that would make sense why they're canceling yeah. one instead of you know whatever because there's so many. Well, yeah, Jean Grey. Well, it's, there's four of them right now. Yeah. Look, because this this is Phoenix Resurrection Return Jean Grey. That's probably the book that they're going to do that's, all that stuff. That's in. That's the return of the OG Jean Grey. Yeah. Yeah. So Jean Gene Grey, just Jean oh. Grey, which is which okay, is the young, yeah, young Jean Grey yeah, is canceled. I was confused. That, yeah, because I was like, right. aren't we saying like two different things? No, 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 no. yeah, sorry, because I was like, there's, there, you have point A and C, you're missing B. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the other big slice of news kind of sucks. It's uh, Thanos creator Jim Starlin announces that he has cut ties with Marvel Comics, probably for like the third time, because this has happened before, right? Has it really? Yeah, I think so. Oh. He sued them before. Yeah, um, so apparently he's he. They got some beef. Yeah, he's got some beef. Apparently, he lobbied twice to write the Thanos ongoing series that they had, and both times they picked two different guys. Yeah. They picked Lemire and they picked Donny Cates to go uh, instead of him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I they're guess actually better writers. <laughs> <laughs> and I read that he's actually getting more royalties from the movies and the books, like. 
go figure that is he is he for the use of thanos i don't think he's getting for thanos though i think it's for other stuff well, that it said he says he yeah, hasn't gotten <laughs> um or it was something like that there's an yeah. article on i think it's comicbook.com that that talks about this yeah it's something to the effect of um the i think the current storyline is very similar in, to what he in, wanted in to do in the graphic ongoing cuz there was a there was right. another story that he was writing for marvel uh, or had pitched to Marvel, um, which is similar to the that, new Infinity Countdown thing. Yeah, yeah, that uh, he he feels is being used by Marvel in in this other book. So, right. um, yeah, sour grapes. It's a company, man. Sore feelings. Yeah. You don't own the IP. It is what it is. Yeah. Yep. So. That's the only big news stuff that comic uh, news. What's up with DC? They haven't had news in like a month or two. Like comic book news. As long as nothing bad's popping off. Yeah, right there, <laughs> man. Like no news is good news sometimes. True. But I think the so. biggest news of the last month was like the new headers in the DC book. Yeah, I think like the yeah. Jim Starlin stuff was just uh, beef with like Tom Brevoort or whatever, the yeah. editor. And I've heard things about him anyway. Yeah. 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 So, um, questions. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, questions from Bryce. Yeah. Um, I already read. I read you the second half of his email, which Bryce, <laughs> hey, we were rolling. Uh, thank, yes, thank, thank you very you. much, Bryce. I appreciate that. Uh, <coughs> appreciate you checking that out and digging those songs. I'm surprised you did. Well, like you didn't mention the ballad of Juan Valdez. That's like the best song that you have on that album. <laughs> Dear God, it's so. I good. love that song, but it's I hate it at the same time. Good. <laughs> like, why did I make that up? Okay, Bryce. Uh, Bryce. Um, Asked. He says, now that we're nearing the end of 2017, what 2017 comic series have you su- have surprised you guys the most? It's kind of easy for me. Uh, my two, they're both DC books, um, Wildstorm and Mr. Miracle. I would say that too. I would say, yeah, I, I, I don't, really had surprise? zero. Yeah. In, yeah, I had zero interest in reading them. Oh, okay, all right. I don't think I, that, I had, look, I had, Warren, uh, no, who is it? Grant Morrison? No, Warren Ellis. Warren Ellis. Sorry, I was right the first time. Um, Warren Ellis is kind of hit or miss. I don't, you know, sometimes he's a mess and with this book. And I really don't have, I, I wasn't a kid of the 90s. I don't have any, any, <laughs> any love for, you know, Wildstorm. I don't care, you know, I really don't. Um, but man, that book is amazing, and and Mister Miracle is just something Ugh. that's ridiculously Ugh. special. Um, Can we take a moment and just talk about Mister Miracle a little bit and Batman? We're getting like, like how, how Tom King just nails everyday moments really good. Yeah. Sorry, I, we don't have yeah. to spend yeah. a lot of time on it, but those I, those I, books are so. good. I really love Mister Miracle, but I think like I expected uh, something amazing from Tom King and Mitch. Garrett's. Garrett's. Thank you. Um, you know, so like that's not really a surprise, uh, I guess. Um, to me, is like uh, the new Runaways book uh, by a new comic writer who's only ever written young adult books, uh, Rainbow Rowell. Uh, Runaways is amazing. It's really good. It's fun. Um, and I, I love it. Uh, and also the uh, now canceled Hawkeye by Kelly Thompson. <laughs> uh, Haw- Not going to let it go. Yeah. Uh, no, Hawkeye um, has been really, really, really good so far. Uh, it's Kate Bishop uh, having adventures in L.A., and it's mm-hmm. really fun. Um, those are the two books but that the have surprised me. the question is, what was the me. biggest surprise? 
Wildstorm because I didn't know what to make going into. That's a good one, yeah. Just like you said, Roger, like Warren Ellis's track record and just like, you know, them being like, yeah, it's going to have its own pocket universe. It's just going to be its own thing. I was like, I don't know what that means, you know. So uh, and just I was blown away from issue one. And just today reading it again, it was the first thing I went and grabbed out of my stack. I was just like, oh, my God, this is still awesome. I think one of one of sorry, another surprise that I had uh, was a couple of weeks ago, Witchblade. I'm like, oh, I don't want to read this 90s comic. But it's so good. Your hatred of the 90s fuels me. Yeah. Did uh, Superman Rebirth start this year? No, 2016. Oh, okay, all right. Otherwise, I'd be, be I'd be all up on that, too. Well, for you, it might not be a surprise. You, that's yeah. your boy. For me, it was a surprise that I actually like reading Superman again. Yeah. And I read Super Sons and actually Monsters Super Unleashed Sons is, is a, actually was a surprise. great, like, surprise also but that and that started this year. year did it start no, this year it's january 2017 <gasps> that's right yeah, 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 yeah. Pushed, pushed it, it back oh super yeah. sons was a surprise so super totally sons, yeah super really sons. good really I, good i don't I haven't read a lot of new series this year but technically this one started last year but the trade came out this year when i read it was uh seven to eternity oh that was yeah, a yeah, really yeah good book that surprised me like did black monday Mer- black monday Mer- started last year yeah, yeah. november started in november yeah, yeah. Crap. seven to eternity was october yeah, yeah. well because that's the second part of um Bryce's question is, what are some great indie titles from the past year that went unnoticed and under the radar? Oh, Black Monday Murders. Mm. Black Monday Murders. I don't think that went unnoticed. Okay, I have a list here for you. (laughs) Uh, Four Kids Walk Into a Bank is a great comic. Uh, Aliens Dead Orbit. I feel like not a lot of people talked about that. That was the SoCo book, right? Yep. Uh, Wicked and Divine is amazing. It's still going on right now. Uh, Rat Queens is great. Uh, Wicked and Divine has been going on for like four years. Yeah, How can that be like under the radar? I don't think it's uh, nobody uh, is really talking about book. it. That's a yeah, it's a big book. image book. It's, but like, it's big enough to get a TV show. Okay, fine. I'll cross I mean, out Wicked and Divine. Look, look, I agree with you. It's a great read. But it's just because there's a whole lot of WTH that happens in yeah, that book. Definitely. Like, what is happening? But it's awesome at the same time. Right. So Rat Queens continues to be amazing. That uh, one relaunched. I'll give you that. One. Uh, there's a new uh, series that came out last that's month called Coyotes. Uh, that's really good. Uh, and then uh, I have some uh, kid uh, and teen uh, books. Uh, there's this uh, book called Bolivar. It's a kid's book where uh, this girl lives next to a dinosaur in New York City, and nobody notices that there's a dinosaur walking. <laughs> is it, is like, it a comic? I th- yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we have a Teen Dog. Which is literally just a teen dog in high school. Yeah, uh, sounds about right. We have uh, Goldie Vance, which is a group of uh, kids doing like mysteries, kind of like um, the Hardy Boys. You know, it's really not fair that you got this question ahead of time and thought about it enough <laughs> to put a list together. Because I would change my answer to Alien Toilet Monsters. Oh <laughs> my! That was God. the surprise that you didn't want. Oh, and, and I'm surprised that even got me. Didn't want in a <laughs> single comic. Oh, go ahead, because then I've, I've got an indie book. I have one more. One. Gi- Giant Days, which is one of my favorite. Like slice of life books. Okay, so uh, he just named everything on the wall. Uh, Lady Mechanica, big indie book. I know yeah. it's been going on, but there, he kind of puts out interim like story arcs, like mm-hmm. once a year kind of thing, maybe two story arcs a year. So Lady Mechanica, if you're into steampunk um, and great art, that's a fantastic book. Uh, I I like in, I like to say that Lady Mechanica is kind of a cross between Sherlock Holmes and Indiana Jones. Um, <laughs> that's kind of Wrapped into a, an awesome female character, strong female character. Um, the other book that I – it's so dumb, but the other book that I absolutely loved this year was Shirtless Bear Fighter. <laughs> I love everything about that book. Like, I, I don't know if it was, it was under the radar, though. Like, 
we did talk about it yeah. quite a bit, but man, that book made me giggle all the way through every issue. So <laughs> it was just like I just couldn't uh, help like laughing at it. So I know I tout this one, but if you like the lore, Power Rangers is really good. Like no one really talks about it because it's was like, that this year? Um, well, it's still going clo- on. Close no, to no, this, going, it's still it's going been, on. Yeah, close this to this year, year, it got really good. So okay. if you like the, that whole lore and universe, like Kyle Higgins is killing it on that book. And no Roger, you looked like it. you had something you were going to add. No. <laughs> <laughs> Saga, you no, that's the thing. You know, I mean, uh, well, it's interesting. I mean, I think that, you know, all of uh, we review a lot of indie books on this show. We I mean, do. we're not completely indie, but we still we do a lot of indie books. And we uh, while um, we don't cover a lot of the micro stuff, mm-hmm. which there's a lot of. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think we do a pretty good job canvassing yeah. the indie stuff. Um, there, there's and no just, real surprises. I mean, it's like, you know, I think about Royal City. Oh, that's um, a good one, too. But, uh, you know. Black here, Hammer. We, we, we have no. That was last year, though. Yeah. Uh, the Black Hammer Volume 2 came out. Yeah, it just came out. Yeah. Is, was that in comics? But did he, they cover did they cover those in comics? It just has it's just been a while for yeah. them to get the trade out. Yeah, and with they, the artist, I think he was saying. But, yeah, and they're coming out with like little one shot specials right now. Yeah. But I don't think you know I wouldn't say that you know Royal City went under the radar at least for us. I mean because we we reviewed two issues um, of that story and you know we love Jeff Lemire. I you know you kind of know what what to expect. Um, is awesome storytelling and art. So I don't know the, the, the indie stuff that went under the radar is kind of hard for me to answer because mm-hmm. yeah. Cause there's a lot, like a lot of small publishers that, yeah. you know, not a lot of people are pulling. Yeah. Um, uh, a book that's getting great buzz. I, I haven't read it is eternity from valiant, which just oh. came out like a month ago from awesome. valiant. Yeah. Okay. Blaine likes them, Look, right? uh, yeah. Apparently, I mean, I would say just about anything Valiant's doing, and a lot of it is spearheaded by Matt Kent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Matt Kent's the people pretty awesome. The people who, who, and it's very few. Like, look, we order like two Valiant books, you know, I mean, copies yeah. of their yeah. books. Um, it's been very hard for us to get uh, any traction on any Valiant titles. Um, even like, you know, Exo Man of War, Divinity, you know, stuff that we, we, we purchase and we pitch and, you know, try it just, we can't get traction. I think that a lot of people are resistant to adding another entire universe mm-hmm. into their, into their pools. That is tough yeah. because, you know, and they, and they say they're amazing and I, I know Blaine would, yeah, would yeah. talk nonstop about, about how good well, the books are. But. You know, on XO, I think, uh, the guy that's currently writing, Green Lantern or Hal Vinditi, Jordan in the ground. Vin, Venditti kind of yeah. cut some of his teeth writing EXO. EXO is really so, good. So, and he's he's an underrated writer, man. People yeah, need to give him more props. He's he he handles cosmic stuff, big big space stuff, so well. So. The jump from Jeff Johns, you can barely tell the difference in tone. Yeah, it's great. The, the third part for this question, it's basically you know a question for Johnny. Uh, <laughs> are there are there any twenty seventeen comics that didn't get an ASCP review? And y'all wished it got its week to shine. Here we go. go. I have my list right here. That is this part list part two. All right, Johnny can answer. So, uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. It's fun, charming, and like that's uh, not an indie book though. We reviewed an we reviewed an issue of that. We did. Yeah, Ray Heights issue. Yeah. Yeah. 
number the three. The thing was in it. Yeah, it was issue was three. Was I here? Because I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that sucks. Yep, the one three. week that yeah. you weren't here for that. Just I think like so. That. I think you weren't here. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, Carry on with your list. We reviewed uh, mo- uh, Squirrel Girl. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we reviewed <laughs> reviewed most of these books at least once, um, but uh, like, well, then sit down. Well, no, I'm saying um, because you guys kind of gave them not great reviews because it's uh, Marvel. Um, Wait, so this is your list of books you wished we had rated higher? No, I, this is this, <laughs> this is books that I wish we went back to, like w- how we uh, go back to Batman, Action Comics, Superman, like every week. Uh, you know, spectacular. Well, it's not every week. I know, John. but Batman um, just about. Here we go. Spectacular Spider-Man, America, Wasp, Defenders, Avengers, and Hawkeye. We messed up on Defenders. We should have read it's that It's really one good. Issue. Yeah. yeah. That issue was really solid. Yeah. That fight scene was amazing. Oh, yeah. and She-Hulk. Uh, that's an okay book. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's an okay book. Okay. Yeah. All Marvel books. <laughs> um, I no, that's I, cool. Hey, God bless you for repping Marvel. But the big, you know, one of the biggest problems with Marvel right now is their sales are so far in the yeah. toilet, and we only have, you know, I mean, we we really have to limit uh, the number of Marvel ex- extra Marvel books that we get because they don't sell off the shelf. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, I mean, I, I can't order a hundred dollars extra books every week just to, just you know. Yeah, it's a it's it's a bummer because they. They have these good books, but they're like the small books that they don't pay attention to, and then they cancel them after 15 issues. And I'm like, what are you doing? Or eight? Books. Yeah, right. Like Unstoppable Wasp. It's <sighs> look, look. I'll I'll give you that. Yeah. Like that was a quality book, but mm-hmm. I don't think it it expanded beyond its tiny corner, and that's right. why it got canceled. If people want those to last, they have to support them, and they have to find yeah. other people that like them. Yeah, well, yeah Marvel's got to include those characters in the bigger books with yeah. better writing so that people get to know that yeah. character and then go off Well, to that's why image. Wasp is an Avenger now. Yeah, and yeah. like I said, Wasp with the interaction with uh, Doom, Iron Man, that's whatever, was, really good, yeah. was so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, those are just some books that, you know, I kind of wish, ev- not like just you guys, like everybody gave more recognition to because only uh, everybody only pays attention to Avengers, Captain America, Spider-Man. Iron the, Man. The Spider-Man. flagship books. Right. Yeah. And like these books, I feel like are good on their own, but they're not getting the attention that they deserve. That's why they get canceled. That's why like Marvel's so easy to pull the trigger on canceling them, even if they're selling like 20 or 30,000 copies. Even Nova got canceled and that had Rick Ryder in it. Well, most of those books aren't even selling close to that. Most right. of those books are under 10,000 copies. Right. But you, well. you see, like, um, you know, Squirrel Girl is not selling great, but it's still going after, like, 50 issues or something like that. Because it's a quality book, and uh, some people are picking it up. I am one of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, from Aaron Candelaria, uh, he says, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, Aaron. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas dude. Christmas, congratulations, dude. Yes. Congratulations on winning. Um, oh, right. <laughs> he says, I don't have a specific question, but would you like to talk Star Wars? No. Nope. 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 I nope. thought nope. we were going to try to do like a, a spoiler free review, but being the fact that I had like a like an uncharacteristically profanity laden rant about it before the. You got the, so mad. We're already like, at two hours. Yeah, and we're already at two hours on this. What? I think we're going to. Oh, yeah. Cut uh, it. Cut Jonathan it. swung on me. <laughs> I did not. It's not that serious. He swung, <laughs> he swung on me. Nothing he, is worth that. He was <laughs> acting like Kylo. <laughs> <laughs> he was throwing a hissy fit. And, anyway. And Ian was just straight arming his yeah. forehead. <laughs> Ian, for those of you swinging. that don't know, Ian is like... 
twice the size of me. <laughs> He's the strongest nerd in the That's shop right. by far. Strongest nerd. Won the arm so, wrestling competition. Um, kind of. Yeah, kind <laughs> with, of. with an asterisk. Yeah. Let's just let's just go around <laughs> the. Kind of let's kind of go around the table. Like, yeah, you're. I, I loved it. However, I left with a high. I was like, dude, 10 out of 10. And then after I thought about yeah. things, I took it down to an eight. It's not perfect. It, I had a lot of fun. Uh, bottom line is, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. It's okay. Just keep it. Just basically go in with an open mind and try to have fun with it uh, and see what you think. People seem to either love or hate. It's very There's polarizing. Not a lot of, yeah, not a lot of middle ground. But Johnny. I, lo- I loved it. Oh, I loved it. Burn the old stuff down. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, people act like the old movies were so good. They're not. They're, they're not. not good movies. They're awesome Amen. movies. Well. Hold on. <laughs> they're not like well-made, well-acted, well-thought-out scripts. You have Luke kissing Leia. I have to Leia. go to the store to get some power converters. Yeah. I'll never roll the universe okay, with stop, you. Stop. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> they're not great, perfect movies. They're awesome. They were groundbreaking. There's so much cool stuff that came from them. But they weren't perfect. Don't act like they were. Yeah, far from it. Um, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> uh, the bar's been lowered significantly for me, so I expect I'll enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, if you, yeah. If you want to go, yeah, go yeah. ahead. Uh, if you go into the movie knowing the theme of being balanced, yeah. this movie makes perfect sense, and it's written exactly like that. So knowing that, I loved it a lot. Uh, for me, it was the most conflicted I've ever felt about a Star Wars movie. I'm... I'm pretty forgiving about most movies. It's very rare when I get worked up about just stupid stuff because I know it's a movie. Yeah. Um, that being said, there's there's some great moments. All the humor lands for me in the, in the the movie itself. It looks amazing in terms of just quality of shot, you know, yeah. shots and shooting, cinematography, and CG, cinematography all, that. all that stuff. There's a lot of more practical effects, yeah. you know, than they've done in the past. Um, however, just Great moments don't make a great movie, and I felt like that there was uh, a lot of missed opportunities, missteps, and I don't feel like Ryan Johnson saw the forest for the trees. So it was a very frustrating movie to get through. For his plot, right? That's yeah. Your big I liked I liked that synopsis you just gave a lot better than, than my than earlier rant. when you started swinging. Them. Well, oh my. <laughs> Calm and collective yeah. is better than it, just hate. Right? <laughs> made, no, it made sense. Uh, you you know you you. T- you st- stood back from the dark side on that yeah. one, and was I was great. I was teetering on the, yes. edge of the dark Fuel side. Fuel your anger. Yeah, anger leads to hate. <laughs> so um, yeah, uh, guys, if you like what you're hearing, uh, please rate, review, subscribe, like, and share. Um, I, we didn't check any reviews. I don't think we got any this week, no. but you know, like I said, that helps us out a lot. If you leave us a yeah, it makes a, us more visible. Yeah, it makes us more visible like for for the the, the list of things yeah. that yeah, come up when you search. Find, yeah. Like if you want to keep uh, for this to keep going, like we need reviews so people like listen to you yeah. know. So uh, if you could do that, make sure you hit over to iTunes and leave us a five star review. Go ahead, Matt. After next week's episode, we are going to sh- film a uh, best of year. Episode. Oh, that's right. We haven't done a video in a while. I don't know if it'll be video, but it'll be or an audio episode at least. And to after next week's episode, it'll like round out everything we've done this year. Okay, cool. so very important for you to make the list. Yes. Yeah. Um, and if you guys want to get on to the, uh, or if you guys, what am I saying? Multiversity University. No, 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 no that's at the end. Patreon. Website. Patreon. Patreon. That's what I was trying that's to remember. I was like, early. there's something I talk about. Patreon, you get the multiverse yes. early. Go to patreon.com slash podcast. Uh, you can get on as little as a dollar. Three dollars gets you the exclusive content, which, as of right now, is our big long episode like Don't dump listen. of Larry's Multiversity University, which is amazing. I love that. The year in review episode early too. Yeah, yeah, you could get the year in review episode early. 
Um, if you feel like just being a cheapskate, you can wait until after the end of. I'd say it every week just because it makes you cringe. I know. Um, <laughs> just wait till the end of this episode, and you'll get a new episode of Multiversity University with Larry. Guys, thanks for listening. Have a Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Yep. Merry Christmas. Enjoy Merry your Christmas. time with your family. Merry Christmas. Take care. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to Multiversity University. I'm your host, Larry Douglas. Now, we're going to continue with our Platinum Age chronology. We kind of left off in 1921, and that's because the comics between 1897 and 1921 all had one thing in common, and that is that they were one-shot comics that simply reprinted daily comic strips or Sunday comic strips. And... I don't want to imply, though, that there was no development of comic books going on at that time. During that time, there was a lot of experimentation going along with things like the format of the comic, how to lay out the panels on the page, and things like that. So the comic books were developing and were becoming more and more like what we would consider modern comic books. It's just that the content wasn't really changing all that much. Now, what happened in 1922, this is when things really began to change a little bit. There was the first attempt to put out a monthly comic book, and it was called, kind of right on the nose, Comics Monthly. And uh, it came out and was sold for 10 cents, so it's one of the first comic books actually sold for that 10 cent price that we'll become accustomed to all the way up until 1962. And uh, Comics Monthly was, uh, as far as its content went, was just like all the other comic books out there. It simply reprinted comic strips. Uh, one of the differences, uh, other than the fact that it came out every month, of course, which was very different for that time, is that every, every issue of Comic Monthly actually featured a different comic strip. So when you bought an issue of Comics Monthly, it was like all of the other comics that came out at that time. All of the strips contained in the comic were a single strip. Um, however, the difference was that next month you would get a different strip. Uh, I don't know if that led to its demise. Maybe uh, maybe they should have stuck with one particular strip. Who knows? But nonetheless, it only lasted a year, and um, and so it really can't be considered a, a success, and I don't think it really ever made any money. So that put people off the idea of putting out a regularly published comic book, and so after the demise of Comics Monthly up until 1929, uh, you didn't have any regular comic books that were published, say, each month. But then in 1929, Dell came along and decided to try putting out The Funnies. Now, The Funnies is a very important book, not just because it was published regularly. In the case of The Funnies, it was published every week, um, but because this was actually the first comic book that had original material in it. I know that we said that New Fun, the big, the big comics magazine, was the one that we tend to think of when it comes to original material in the Platinum Age. But that's because that was the one that led to other comic books containing original material. The Funnies was the first one to do that, and kind of like Comics Monthly, didn't really go over that well. Um, again, as I said before, lasted for 36 issues. Uh, it had various prices throughout its run, ended up at a nickel, but eventually Dell pulled the plug on it because it just wasn't making any money. People didn't seem to be interested either in the original material or in a comic book that came out every week. And so again, the Platinum Age went back to what it had been before, and that was one-shot comics with reprinted comic strips. 
Uh, there was another attempt to put out original material in 1933 with a comic book called Detective Dan, Dan Secret Operative Number 48. Um, now, we're not sure how successful this comic book would have been because, unfortunately, the company that put it out, a company called Humor Comics, um, apparently didn't know much about finances because they ended up putting out three titles where they only put out one issue of each title and then they went bankrupt. So who knows what would have happened with Detective Dan, but uh, Detective Dan at least has a footnote in Platinum Age history that it was another comic prior to New Fun, the big comics magazine that actually had original material in it. Now, there was something else going on at this time, though, and that was Eastern Color had come along. Eastern Color had been founded in 1928, and basically it was a company that specialized in printing color material for newspapers and magazines. And one of the things, of course, they printed was Sunday comic strips for uh, for newspaper companies. Now, um, in the early part of the Great Depression, uh, one of the things that was happening was that a lot of comic, excuse me, a lot of newspapers and magazines were not selling as well as they had before. And Eastern Color was looking for a way to keep their presses running. So an executive there named Harry Wildenberg got the idea that promotional comics would be a great way to not only sell products, but to keep the presses running. So he began going around to different companies and trying to get them to print up comics that they would give away to promote their products. And one of the first ones he went to was Gulf Oil in 1932. And he told them, well, why don't you give away free comic books when people come in and get gas that might promote sales? Uh, Gulf Oil surprisingly agreed to that. And in 1933 began putting out the um, Gulf, what was called Gulf Oil Weekly, later was changed to the Gulf Comic Weekly. Um, they originally ordered a million of these and they were given away in a matter of days. So they ended up actually ordering 3 million and they ended up having 422 issues of Gulf Oil Weekly where they were giving away up to 3 million comics a week. So it ended up being really popular. Now, Harry Wildenberg would then go on, though, to figure out how to make a comic that looked like what we consider modern comic books. And, um, and what he did is he took one of these comics, they had various sizes, and he folded one in, in half and he noticed that the eight and a half by 11 size seemed to work really well for comic books. And so he got the idea that uh, this would be the way to publish comic books. So it was actually Eastern Color and the uh, their desire to sell promotional comic books to keep their presses running that actually gave us the format uh, that comic books still have today. And uh, they continued to be successful with their promotional comic books. Another big company that took on their stuff was Procter & Gamble, um, who also gave away a lot of comic books and for people who wanted to buy their laundry detergent and soap, uh, again, showing that a lot of adults were reading these things. Um, but Eastern Color would go on to become one of the most important companies, if not the most important company of the Platinum Age and even the Golden Age. And I hope you'll join us again next week as we continue our discussion of the Platinum Age and its chronology.